Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. Joining us on this spooky episode is going to be Scott, serial killer Arnold. Ooh, and also guys, I see dead people. Uh, I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> also, our beloved host, Ryan Skeleton Shipley. I like it. And I like the fact that you started the episode with the Monster Mash in honor of J.C. Ratliff's uh, daughter. There you go. It was brilliant. Yes, that's exactly why I did it. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> and of course, we have our wonderful, our wonderful guest for today. Horror aficionado Chris McMurder Fuck Bell. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. Best name ever. You're calling me by my family name. What are you doing? <laughs> I did not mean to out you. My apologies. Yeah, Chris Bell's a stage name. My roommate thought his scary name should be Clue Klux Chris. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why Chris's comedy calendar never worked out. Oh, my. <laughs> yes. You want to know where I'm going to be? Check the KKK. At uh, Weigel's, they had the Krispy uh, Cream King. No. <laughs> you did not think that through. No. Yes. No, they did. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, they did. Wow. Okay, and since I stumbled on your joke now, Boston, go ahead. Let's <laughs> let's get the joke out. And I am your producer for the week, Boston, because I couldn't think of anything scarier than the city of Boston. It still works. <laughs> That, I like that it. Works. it. It still works. Yeah. It, I agree. Yeah. That's great. I, yeah. All right. Okay. Nice. I think too. Like I think I threw you off too because I brought up Ratliff's kid. But like before we started this, Ratliff posted a cute story about his daughter making a joke about Monster Mash, and I thought it was precious. Ah. Yes. Oh, there you go. Okay. That would involve me still paying attention to Facebook. Oh, are you uh, kind of doing like a Facebook uh, spatical right now? I mean, I have been for like a month or two. <laughs> oh, so, you're, oh. so you're, you're, you're living like Ryan. No, God, no. Uh, no, I, I, I still see go. sometimes I you, <laughs> I see sometimes posts from you. So I figured you were still. Let me rephrase that. I took Facebook off my phone. Was okay. The big thing. So that I wasn't like constantly connected to it. Yeah. Because it was causing me so much anxiety that I wanted to pull my hair yeah. out. No, that makes sense. I get that. So um, usually it was whenever I was at the house, when I was, I was home, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take a look. Scott uh, took <laughs> all uh, apps off his phone. By I did. Scott, I, supposed uh, to throw I sure did. I am. Um, I've I'm deciding I'm, I'm living a life without any technology whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm doing this podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's what I'm doing. That's why you don't see many Amish uh, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. Well, it doesn't work too well. Yeah, no. Um, what happened to your <laughs> in, phone? In theory, or in reality, what actually happened, I have no idea. Uh, so probably because I've dropped it about a thousand times. Uh, you know, that's I'm sure that's what it is. So eventually, so the other day, it just last or last week, 
I, I was on my phone and all of a sudden it just went to a black screen. I was like, oh shit, this cannot be ever a good thing. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't use my phone at the moment. So. And that was the <laughs> Galaxy S10, right? I tried everything. I, I got it to where it would it would come on for you know about 30 seconds, but only half, the top half of the phone would, and the bottom half would still be you know dark, so I could sort of make out maybe some missed calls I might have had or like, you know, but I still oh, can't. Yeah. Now for you, that would be a bad phone, phone, but for Thanos, it would be perfect. It yeah, was. Yes, it sure was. God damn it. <laughs> yes. And I was so excited. I was like, Scott, stop talking so I could do my joke. Yeah. No, but so you're going to probably, are you thinking you're probably going to go like another week without a phone? I I should have it another phone sometime this week. I hope uh, that's, that's the plan. So, we'll how has it legitimately been like for your psyche to not have a phone, like not well, to be able to just easily click on everything? Would, yeah, normally I would say it's probably a good thing, uh, except that I play fantasy football, uh, <laughs> and I am stressed beyond belief that I can't even check my lineups or my teams or anything. Uh, so, if it wasn't for that, it'd probably be a, kind of like a, a a good thing to be able to de stress from my phone and not have, not have to worry about any apps or. Or yeah. whatever, but like I can't even log on to Yahoo because my when I log into Yahoo, it has it set to, to push notifications to my phone. Mm. So obviously that doesn't do me any good, uh, and then I can't disable it. <laughs> so, but you're I not able to look I at your call. lineup, like on Yahoo. No, I can't do anything. No, I can't what? do anything. If, if I could sign into Yahoo on my laptop, I could. Yeah, uh, and I can call Yahoo support line if I subscribe to. Paying five dollars a month, or I was like, "Yeah, fuck oh, that shit." I'll just wait. Oh, man, can you imagine <laughs> your life as a Yahoo customer service rep, where somebody mm -hmm. calls in screaming about their fantasy mm -hmm. football? It's <laughs> I, know, right? I can't do hey, it. Man, I'll if I if I was working for Yahoo and I was taking a call and they and they were stressed about having a, I would their fantasy football lineup, yeah. I'd totally be all about that call. I, I'd empathize like a son. Oh of yeah, yeah, you would be totally <laughs> empathetic. Like, I get it, bro. So let me ask you the Absolutely. big, the big thing that's concerned me. How does this impact your Hearthstone? Yeah. Are you going to be able to switch your account oh, and all, all the stuff? I, I, I can play Hearthstone on my on my computer. Okay. Uh, so that's yeah. not you know affected at all. And if I get a new a whole new number, I can just redownload the app, the, the Hearthstone app. Okay. Uh, so that's that's not a problem. Okay. Good. That yeah. was that would be my big concern is you lose all that work that you've done in Hearthstone. Oh, I would I would go through through any I would go to Yahoo's headquarters uh, <laughs> or I would go to my, my Sprint's headquarters, whatever I had to do to fix that problem. Yeah. Oh, no. Luckily, Blizzard saves all that stuff for you, so you'll be fine. Yeah, so Blizzard right. does one good thing. No, they, they, uh, uh, it, no. only, only if you're a man, though. If you're a woman, they can care less. If you're a woman, they, they don't <laughs> let you even get on Hearthstone. Yeah. No, they don't. No, they, they don't think women can are, are allowed to play Hearthstone. And they're like, look, you got the right to vote. That's about it. Yeah, That's and enough. they're probably upset about that. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Cool. God, I think they just finally settled. I think that broke today. Oh, they they? Uh, they settled, but I think now they're getting another lawsuit. I think that I think I read that somewhere. What was this? Uh, do, you have, do you have any idea what the settlement was? Uh, let me see. This is a very. If anybody listening episode. who has no idea what we're referring to, uh, Blizzard has uh, basically been um, accused. Of, well, not really accused. Really, I guess it's been proven now, right? 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. settled uh, uh, with federal employee intimate sexual, agency sexual for eighteen million. Place for women, and you know, yep. For how much? Uh, it looks how like much? they settled for eighteen, 18 million dollars. Uh, just put out a press a, release. Where's that? Yep. Where's that going to? Is all of the the employees that they um, did those to, or like it looks what's, like? Where's it going to? It says it's created. Uh, has committed to create an eighteen million dollar fund to compensate and make amends to eligible claimants. Any amounts not used for claimants okay. will be divided between charities that advance women in video game industry or promote awareness around Good. harassment and gender equality issues, as well as company diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives as approved by the EEOC. Um, oh, this agreement yeah. is subject well, to court a... approval. I'd imagine once right. the feds started getting involved, they yeah. <laughs> at that point... Yeah. We have to do something. They were like, "Oh shit, guys, we gotta we gotta settle this up quick." Oh, yeah, God. and then it's going to be yeah. an interesting to see how they decide um, how they're going. I guess they. I guess the reason why it's probably not been a court approved yet is they have to do the particulars of how they're going to decide um, the eligible claimants who you know have yeah, that uh, makes sense. who have just cause for uh, getting this money. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. That's. I mean, of course, it would be better if, if none of this stuff ever happened. But, of course, yeah. But, but yeah, the second the second best uh, outcome is the fact that they got caught and they're you know have, having to pay for it. Uh, exactly. Yeah, obviously, the first first would have been best if it never even happened. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but somebody put it into perspective where it, it's not like they lost anything here. They essentially paid out three days of annual profit. Right. Fuck oh, yeah, right. that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how it goes with corporations. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, so we brought you in tonight, Chris, because this is the first episode for uh, the month of October. I think the best month all year round. Oh, absolutely. Um, Such a good month, not just because my birthday and because of Halloween, because we got really good football, uh, good movies are coming out. The weather finally isn't atrocious. Oh, yeah. Um, I also like it better when it starts getting darker a little earlier. I don't know why that is. I know some people say, oh, that kind of hinders you more to depression. But for me, it doesn't. Yeah, I love a nice, cool evening. Yeah. I mean, during the day right now, it's still a little hotter than I would like it to be. But that's okay because it cools down by the night. And in the morning, it's super nice for those of us that get up early in the morning. Right. <laughs> Which is fitting if you ever have any desires to be a vampire. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got like half of it right there. Just the blood. I don't know if I could yeah. do it because I'm squeamish. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I really don't like the taste of blood either. So that, that could be an issue. I don't know. See, you get. I think you'd get over it pretty quick. I don't know. Well, <laughs> apparently, that's what I hear. So. Yeah, you, yeah, at one point, you'd be like, you know what? I'm hungry. Exactly. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry, everybody. Um. One thing I did see today is, uh, I don't know if it's Hulu or Netflix, but somebody is doing a television uh, adaptation of Let the Right One In. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's based more off of the, is it Danish, Chris? The original version? Yes. Yes. Which I think the original version is superior to the American remake. I mean, I think they're both good Normally. movies, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how they do that as a television show. Right. It's you know, I think 
a lot of these Netflix shows and stuff like that have found that format to really be successful for them where they can take what would normally be an hour and a half long movie and make it a six to eight hour long miniseries. Yeah. And you get, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You get to really branch off, uh, different you get to really delve into different storylines at that point kind of branch off into different subplots that maybe you wouldn't have had time or budget to mess with in a film so Mm -hmm. i think it'll be interesting to see some other aspects of it yeah i think you're right if they do it as like a mini series and not like a an ongoing series i think you're right there to it's better to give more give the give it more time to breathe but yes not too much just like i used to back in the day i would get frustrated with hbo shows because they were only like 10 or 12 episodes and i'm like i want a full Mm -hmm. 22 episode season and now i've come around to the fact that i hate 22 episode seasons right because it's too much fat yeah it's not like steak fat which is good it's horrible (laughs) (laughs) terrible fat yeah bad fat (laughs) yeah it's like why it makes watching some of those cw superhero shows it becomes like a chore right like, because I'll they watch, take yeah. that whole like subplot thing to just <laughs> ridiculous levels of melodrama and everything else. Like, very true. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the only one that doesn't bother me is, and then maybe just because I'm biased and absolutely love the show, is Supernatural. I, I could, yes. I could, I could take thirty episode episodes of seasons of Supernatural and be fine with it. But see, I, that's I, something that is constantly kind of changing. They, there's always yes, something different. They're not. It after. is. So that, that's the one exception to the rule, I think. Right. Yeah. Like the, sh- the shows where there's one antagonist and it takes them an entire season or series to kind of overcome or whatever that antagonist. Right. Seven to eight episodes is really like right where your sweet spot is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, and it makes it, it helps too. I think for some shows to even get made because with like the uh, the the budgets for them. Like, it's yeah. easier to get, like, an eight-episode season if your show is super expensive, like a Game of Thrones, than it is to get, like, a 12 or 22-episode oh, season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I know um, there's a new show that Apple just started called Foundation. Um, yes. And we, I think... Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Lee Pace, right? Yes. Yeah, and um, uh, Dave was watching it, my roommate, and I looked in there, and I was like, oh, my God, these... The special effects look just like Dune. Looks like it looks movie quality. The new yes. Dune, not the one where Sting is running around in that little cod piece. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's like um, cod piece. <laughs> like that guy has plans for eighty episodes. He wants eighty episodes of that show. Um, and the way they're doing it, like ten episodes a season, I think makes it easier for Apple to swallow. Like oh, okay, yeah, we're oh, yeah. yeah, we're doing this over eight years as opposed to doing this over like four four years. Well, yeah, you've it, got these powerhouses right now too, like Ryan Murphy, who mm-hmm. fucking if you really look at Netflix, I swear to God, yeah. the guy just lives in the building and just writes yeah. scripts all day, <laughs> and they just fucking yeah. come by the like, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> one script goes to fucking Netflix, and the other one goes to Evan Peters. And like whatever. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, speaking of Ryan Murphy and back to vampires for a second, I've not yes. really dug American Horror Story for quite a few years. Uh, I think it. I like the Apocalypse one okay. Um, yes, 
but this last they're doing this year they're doing for people who don't know they're doing it as a double feature it's like and i don't know if it's two six episode stories or yeah, if it's I think six it's and a four episodes yeah okay well oh, the, okay. The, it's yeah six and a four yeah i think it's something gotcha, like gotcha, that because gotcha. the uh the vampire story just wrapped up this week uh called red wave um yes. did you see any of it red oh yeah i, I watched the whole thing i'm yeah. tomorrow at the death valley premieres Yep, which looks oh, like it's going to be like a uh, oh, conspiracy yeah. uh, aliens thing. Well, and see, I'm I'm excited to see the aliens because yeah. in let's see, uh, Asylum in one of the mm -hmm. er mm -hmm. earlier seasons, they touched on aliens. That were that yep. was the whole subplot. That if you haven't seen Asylum by now, Jesus Christ, go watch Asylum. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like, that they they never really touched on where those aliens came from or why they were so obsessed with Kit or any of that. So I'm kind of yeah. hoping that this one ties in to one of the earlier seasons like that. That would be kind of cool because Murphy be has awesome been yeah. over the 11 seasons now. He is starting like his own kind of like his own his own universe because like oh, characters yeah. from certain uh, seasons do show up again and in, in other Absolutely. seasons. So, yeah, but if you've Even um, in the American Horror Stories. Yeah, how was that? Because I know the critic savaged it. What did you think of it? So, you know what? Fuck a critic. If you have money yourself, <laughs> go make your own movie that's better. Um, yeah. I think the American Horror Stories was really cool. I think it was something that yeah. they had a bunch of just kind of good ideas that didn't mm -hmm. really need a whole season worth of stuff. But they were fun, different things to watch. Was it, each know, episode a, a story? Yes, each one was a slightly different story. Some of them had roots in uh, past seasons. Some of them touched back on like Murder House, and you kind of get some closure uh, from the entirety of Murder House. Okay, uh, neat. And actually, the last episode of American Horror Stories is about them trying to develop an American Horror Story game. And oh, cool! So you know. Yeah, so it's I really enjoyed the the different stories that they told. One of them was not my particular favorite. It was like this movie that kills everyone when they watch it. But I saw like the ring. Other kind of, but it was like it makes them go psycho zombie and start like murdering each other. So okay, it, so like when people was, watch Freddy got fingered. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> man, I think I almost lost a friend on Facebook once because he was posting about how great Freddy Got Fingered was, and I just couldn't, I really? just couldn't accept it. Normally, I can just be like, you know what, people like what they like and be okay with it, but I just could not accept it. Yeah, not I had all. so much anger just, towards you it. Like, you just, you couldn't compete with you. No, I couldn't. <laughs> it, I could not at all. Um, but for people who haven't seen it, the first uh, story this season on American Horror Story. Uh, the FX version, not the Hulu one, um, is kind of like their version of vampires, where these people can get these pills, and the pills, which I think is secretly Ryan Murphy just describing how he writes all these fucking shows. So it could definitely know, but... be. Um, <laughs> so you get this pill, and if you have a talent unlocked inside of you, the pill will help you become like the greatest writer of all time, uh, the greater greatest musician of all time. But if you're, if you really have no ability, it turns you into like a Nosferatu vampire. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's done so well. Yeah. They're like giant leeches, though, because they they don't have any other vampire qualities. They don't. don't. They're not, like, fast or strong or immortal or they can go out during the day and all that shit. They just require blood. Oh, that's that's, that's that's lame as hell. Well, no, they even have a pill so they can uh, kill people and, and suck their blood. Um, yes. It's hmm. super good. Macaulay Culkin is in it. Oh, I my God, is, so good. Yeah, he's now so joined. Would the, key be, would the key be to, like, try to learn some skill really quick before you take the pill? No. You know, like, start, to be, start <laughs> no. to be good at something and then take the pill? No. Yeah, you have to actually have it, yeah. It's basically like you can't deal with your own mediocrity. Yep. You can't okay. deal with how shitty you are at things and so you turn yeah. oh, wow. to a ghoul yeah <laughs> all right and it kicks back to season two too because one of the main actresses in this one is lily rabe who played the uh the nurse that gets possessed uh, by the devil in asylum so good i was kind of happy Rabe's though with the, with the new one because who's the guy he's an older dude he was in a lot of the first few seasons and Dennis uh, O'Hare. Oh, Dennis O'Hare, my who, sweet um, sweet Yes. Who had a falling out with Ryan Murphy at one point, because I remember uh, he was at Dragon Con a few years ago, and somebody asked him why he wasn't on um, American Horror Story anymore, and he basically said, uh, because of how old he was, that Ryan Murphy doesn't like um, older men, like, you know, like that. Like, he was was basically alluding to the fact that Ryan Murphy kicked him out of the troop because he was getting older. But I guess oh, whatever wow. happened there, uh, their feud is over because, yeah, he shows up uh, in this season and he's a uh, fun. And he's fucking amazing. And yeah. I'll say this, too, just to touch back on American Horror Stories, that Paris Jackson was in American Horror Stories. She made her debut kind of film or TV role in that series. And I really wanted to see her and Macaulay Culkin do yeah. scenes together that hasn't yeah. happened for me yet but yeah but she's obviously in the troop now exactly and she did phenomenal yeah. she was so she did good. okay yes 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 she's a really good actress she i really liked what they did uh with her now how old is blanket by this point i would say he is by at least eight i know he's over the age of 18 yeah, it's so crazy to think it's been that long ago that Michael Jackson hung a Man. baby over a balcony. Yep, <laughs> yep. It's it's so yeah. crazy to think that that and, and that today if that happened today that would not be a news story with all the insanity no. that's happening in this world today. No, and that's Michael Jackson. Me. Yeah, he would he, like that's what kills mm. me too. Is like so many people are like you have to be accepting and you need to like you know love people for who they are. And then you talk about Michael Jackson and people are like yeah, but that fucking freak. Like, well, <sighs> hang on, Jesus Christ. Like he was also an angel, but okay, whatever you say. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's just um, but it is where it's just one of those things where if it happened today, it would just be like that's why I think like a um. Anna Nicole Smith, if she was born in today's world, I don't. I think mm-hmm. she would have been super beloved. I don't oh, think yeah. that she would have been treated as poorly as she was treated in the era that she was in. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, and yeah. that's you know that's the real horror of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is how mm-hmm. shitty they treat people. So I was thinking, like, oh. while we have you here, uh, yes, like you're the king, you're the uh, the king of horror. Stephen King is like, yes, 
And don't be the Grand Duke. because they're you for advice, basically. Yeah. I need to be the king of horror. Yeah, you're our right. king of horror. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking one thing we could do here is, like, um, we've all, like, I think we all like horror films, right? Of course. Uh, you're not uh, a big horror fan, Austin? I'm, I'm, I'm joking. It's a... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of going to put some blame on, on Ryan here for a second. Oh. I hate to do this, buddy, but... Do it. If Chris is the king of horror, yeah. Ryan knows how much I love horror stuff. How we haven't not in, in been introduced, I, I'm kind of upset with you. This, you yeah, know what? I, I why, am sorry. Why me, Mike, why me and Chris are not best friends at this point, I don't understand. <laughs> That's so you, bro. I mean... I can't. I'm I trying to make you. Know him. How can it be on me? Why can't it be on Boston? <laughs> well, that's okay. Let me out of this. Boston too. <laughs> I've, I've known you longer. That's why I say that. Yeah, and I can't believe I didn't know that Boston was being sarcastic there. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. Um, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> maybe, you're maybe you're tired, man. That's right. Yeah. See, so you should no, be drinking it's... coffee like me, man. Yeah. Um. What kind? Oh, we had this discussion when you had. Uh, wrote in the uh, in the chat that you were going to grab coffee and then hop on um is it pedal java of course nice uh, <laughs> literally uh, tell us about pedal java i would love to man the they are two of my favorite people on the planet um they are a mobile coffee bike business so <laughs> That doesn't mean that they just like pedal their bicycles down the sidewalk and you can just get coffee anywhere. But <laughs> this would be amazing, by yes, the way. It would but be. they do like at these conventions and things like that. Andrew uh, actually takes these life size, these adult size tricycles, basically, and <laughs> builds them into coffee bikes that they then drive into convention centers just pedal it into the convention center and then they have a mobile coffee booth set up. So they that's, are, Oh, that's amazing. Oh yeah. And, it's and, the, and the, they have really good coffee. It's so good. It's they, like, they used to come to our work quite a bit. See, I used to not drink flavored coffee. I was one of those, like, if it don't taste like coffee, it's not coffee. But uh -huh. now, now I'm sitting here drinking like chocolate caramel flavored. <laughs> like, <laughs> I also that's have grown sweet. up, Chris. Right, See, I, so I want good. my coffee. I want my coffee to taste nothing like coffee. That's how I drink mine. That's and I still drink it black, like that. And that's the whole thing with their stuff. Is I used to. I drink a lot of coffee. I drink coffee all through the night and everything. And I, I if I drink other coffee that's synthetically caffeinated, I get really jittery and like shaky mm. and sweaty <laughs> but yeah their yeah. stuff it's all natural like their flavors are all natural and all that stuff so i re they're in columbia right now picking really he posted videos of him yeah he's hand picking coffee beans six thousand feet above sea level right now Whoa. that's freaking amazing i want to see pictures of him in columbian forests like on that little truck oh, yeah. yes and he yes <laughs> his i think they have 11 coffee bikes Okay. That he, yeah. So he, they actually have employees that, so they'll do multiple conventions in a day if there's multiple stuff going on. And thankfully, conventions have started kind of opening back up safely. Yes, people are finding ways to do it. I know with CreepyCon, like we were really, really nervous leading up to the days that you know, especially with it being in the Jacobs Building, which is a city building that the city was all of a sudden just going to be like, well, you can't have gatherings again. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Right. But everyone at that event did a really great job with the masks. 
mm-hmm. uh, and social distancing. So I was very pleased to see that. Did you um, did you find like uh, how was attendance? So attendance normally the way that CreepyCon goes is Friday night is people kind of coming in after work later in the day. Saturday is the big day. That's normally when you'll see anywhere from two to 4,000 people come through the door. And then Sunday is the day that like the people that didn't want to deal with the Saturday crowd, they're co- mm-hmm. or the people that bought three day VIP tickets. They're back for Sunday. Um, <clears throat> so I would say that by the end of it, we saw around a little over 4,000 people uh, in the building at one point, but wow. really it, Yes, but the Jacobs building, which I don't know if you got, have you all been there for CreepyCon? No. Um, no wait, the Jacob, where is the Jacobs why, building but... at? So the Jacobs building is right next to Chill Howie Park. Okay. It's right, right next to where the Gold's Gym. It's a, it's like in the same parking lot that the Gold's Gym is, where Chill yeah. Howie Park is. Okay. Down there, so very. Oh, very so that's big like space. a big. That's kind of a. That's a big space. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's. There were probably 300 plus vendors at the mm-hmm. event, and they were it, there were still spaces that we could have put. Oh wow! In. There's an entire yeah, up, yeah, yeah yeah. There's an entire upstairs and everything that didn't even get used. <clears throat> That's so, crazy. And the year before, the year before, they had uh, suspension artists up on the second floor, which are the people that stick hooks through their body. And then suspend themselves off the ground by them. Mm. I was about to say Stranger Things. That's not the name of that movie. <laughs> no. Uh, That's a hit TV show. Yeah. Fucking. What's the What was the D. Snyder movie where he did that? The D. Snyder movie where he did that. Uh, yeah. Where he, where he uh, hung himself. D. Snyder like was a serial killer. Yeah. Oh. Damn it. D. Fuck. Fucking hell. What have you done? Wait, you know what? This is why we have Google. Guys, we have Google right, here. It's the old Google. This isn't like the old times where we had to remember stuff. Remember that, yeah. like in the old times where you just had to like accept the no fact shit. that you were never going to know the answer. Yeah, man. I'll tell you right now, driving. I feel like I'm in the old times. I, if I'm trying to go somewhere because I can't GPS anything anymore, and I, I feel like I'm lost. <laughs> I'm so yeah. used to my phone. You try to find any anywhere. No, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that's, that, that's been uh, an adjustment. Mm. But it's just like back in the days, you were like, okay, I guess we got to go travel to the library and look at microfish. Where you can buy this one encyclopedia volume right. for $50 if, for whichever yes. letter you'd like. I kind of <laughs> wanted to do this thing where my mom has, a, it must be like 1980s encyclopedia uh, set in her living room still. And I kind of yes. want to go in there and pull out like, certain volumes to see just how insane we were back then second hand oh, smoke yeah. may well, actually well, be, 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 be great for you here. yeah i just want to see um <laughs> did you find it on google boston i have not because i got distracted <laughs> t snyder ah google yeah, t snooter yeah, i think you just do. came up with a, a, a garbage pail kid Strange land. Strange it's called land. Strange Land. You were yes. close. You said Stranger Things. Yeah, I, I knew there was strange in there some. I knew there was strange in there somewhere. Strange lands. Yeah, there was land a um, a tattoo artist from Knoxville that I think did it at CreepyCon this year. 
Um, okay. I think his first name is also Chris. I got it. I'll be honest with you. Everyone is a blur. Yeah, no, no, it's it's quite all right. <laughs> you were yeah. you were the host of uh, ceremonies. Yes, I I I, I MC it. <laughs> I yell at people into the microphone, and we had quite mm. a few little uh, little hiccups happen this year. I mean, nobody seemed to be able to tell that the show like hiccuped a little bit here and there, and that we yeah. had some mishaps happen, but. I like one of the bands threw a hissy fit about the sound mm. in the building. Like, bro, you're in a huge building. This is just an open building. No scouts are here. You're fine. <laughs> and they were, and they were like uh, pitching a hissy fit. Oh man. They drove all the way from Chicago. Okay. okay. This band, uh, I won't say their name, but they've drove all the, they drove all the way from Chicago. Uh, yeah, fucking sound checked with Tainted Love for 25 minutes and then played what? a song and a half. Got mad at the sound guy because it just didn't sound right to him on stage and walked off the stage. Are you okay. serious? And they came. I was at, yeah, I was at my booth and I made the joke. I was like, what did they fucking sound check with Tainted Love for 25 minutes and then play a song and a half and leave? Sure is what they did. When that happens, do you pay them? I mean, I don't know what the I I'm I have no uh, I'm not at all involved with any of the behind the scene. Uh, well, plant. Well, the uh, business end of it. I'm not. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not associated with the business end of it at all. I'm just hired uh, MC. by Creepycon too. You're, yeah. the, you're the talent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you're talent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like I'm involved in the planning process and stuff like that. Now I am just because yeah. of what I add to the show. But uh, normally, no, I'm not involved in like the business end of it. So I don't know if they still got paid or not. I'm not sure. I would. I would not pay them. I wouldn't have. Like yeah. there was a few people that were like, well, I feel bad. They drove all the way from Chicago. I'm like, well, they drove from Chicago to throw a hissy fit on stage and leave. So. I don't feel too yeah, bad. Yeah, that, that's for that's that's on them. Exactly, and they came to me. They're like, uh, "We just need you to go do something for ten minutes on the stage." I'm like, "Okay, they don't want stage time. I will definitely go take that." Oh, so you went and did <laughs> ten minutes? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I just went and did a fucking ten minute set. <laughs> it was like, I, I would have got up there and looked them dead in the eye and did my version of Tainted Love. <laughs> you know why weren't you there because i oh. should have because here's the thing the, the guy that showed up had this big tall top hat on and if anybody okay. knows anything about me i yeah. regularly wear top hats on stage yes, yes. so <laughs> the next day that this guy was supposed to come back he was supposed to show back up and try again or whatever mm-hmm. i came in an even bigger top hat <laughs> next day. oh guys <laughs> Oh, that's nice. perfect. <laughs> and the guy showed up, and he didn't even put his outfit on. They left. Like, oh, so my God. I, Yours was bigger than his, and he just couldn't deal with it. I, I guess that had yeah. something to do with it. It was it's weird. So, it was, <laughs> it, I, I understand, like, um, you always want to make sure, like, your sound is good. Because, like, you were, like, it was sure. driving you crazy earlier in the episode when right, you were trying to feel, figure out why you're... But at the end of the day, I mean, you're there, you... Probably mm-hmm. have fans in the audience. I assume if you're from Chicago and they've asked you to travel all the way to Knoxville, that you're that you have yeah. at least some kind of fan base. Um, and I mean, you're the you only should, live yeah. band on the show. 
<laughs> oh god, that was the only live band? Yes, because of this reason. Because the acoustics in that building aren't good. Yeah. It's just plain and simple. Like, if you want to come play some songs, let people see you, shabadai, cool. Because the guy was like, well, there were people out there recording, and I'm not putting on a shit show. And one of the people running the show was like, well, they also recorded you walking off stage. Oh, so. <laughs> I would have been like, burn, burn, bitch. Yeah, it's so, just going to be a bunch of TikToks of him played uh, Tainted Love. Tainted Love? <laughs> uh, While he throws a hissy fit. Yeah, he sounds like a great dude. Oh, you know, they all, they're normally, there's normally one or two at the show. I'll, I won't name any other, not because I don't know, you know, legally, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was at one in point in time, a chainsaw wielding villain in a horror movie, um, you know, year, years ago. Well, he uh, demanded uh, a red carpet be oh, displayed God. for him to arrive at the venue because of who he was. Oh, wow. And when he did not receive that, he threw a temper tantrum in his hotel room till about two o'clock on Saturday. Really? So, yeah. That's and all, and all he did was will a chainsaw in a movie once? Was he a, maybe he was a leather face. He may have been one of those. Okay. <laughs> and th- there was another one of them, too, because I try to get the guests up on stage with me to kind of give them some publicity, push some yeah, people yeah, over yeah. to them. So I go up to one of them, I'm like, hey, I just wanted, you know, great to meet you. Let me know if you want to do anything on stage with me later to kind of push some people over here. He goes, no, thanks. That's cool. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, <laughs> you have a great time. Wow. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah. Yeah, so... uh He's talking Impressive. to his fans like, yeah, so I got this chainsaw and I, I hold it up to the camera and I go like this and it fucking blew the director's mind. He was like, was that all ad lib? And I was like, yeah, bro, it was ad lib. <laughs> I don't. That's insane. So what, what happened after like at two o'clock? Did he finally just came and come in? Like, yeah, he just came in and sat down in his fucking booth. Like, yeah, wow. do you want to come make money? Then <laughs> come down here and sit at your booth. Like, when's the last time you were even on a red carpet? Yeah. The premiere of your fucking movie 30 years ago? Wow. (laughs) Sorry, that's me. Uh, (laughs) No, but it's good. It's like one of those things where if that's a thing, you did something that many years ago, you should be grateful that there are people that would want to come see you. That's That's how I feel about a lot of these people. I will name one, William fucking Shatner. Oh, okay. Looking at that dude, I would be so mad that that's what my picture looked like with him. Just this mad, uncomfortable, older man standing next to me, and I paid like $500 to do that. Oh my god. Wow. So he, he doesn't like... pissed. I, I Have you ever seen pictures with Shatner? I've seen a few. I've seen an amazing one from Dragon Con this year where somebody went as Michael Myers hiding behind a hedge. And they actually yes, dragged the hedge around with them. Yeah, and it was the most amazing thing that. in the world. But he, in that one, he was just setting. And they have this weird thing where at Dragon Con this year, uh, just to get it to, I understand, you know, COVID, they have to do certain things. Like every celebrity was behind like a glass. Uh, they were, you know, how, like when you go into like a Weigel's or whatever, they have those glass sheaths in front of them. 
the celebrities had one of those yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to separate them from the fans. Okay. It always looks weird. It looks like the celebrity I mean, I is it. trapped. <laughs> I, I get it too, but it looks like the celebrities are trapped in like the uh, phantom <laughs> zone from Superman two. It's, it's just so weird. It's like, look at yes. this celebrity in a box. Yes. Um, but so he, he's, he's like, hey, you said, he's, he's, come in. So, so just for people who don't know, usually when you go to these shows and they have the, uh, celebrity meets and you get your picture it's you come in you get to say maybe one or two things to celebrity the picture gets taken you're wheeled out for the next person but you're saying like when you did it with william shatner even in did you do it with william shatner oh god no okay i I don't have that kind of money to yeah yeah yeah. i've just seen pictures that he has taken with people and it's like you stood in line for three hours and paid that kind of money for that, like he, and you're not going to like even smile, scowl, scowl at you. <laughs> yeah, you're not even going to smile. And he talks all the time about how he hates doing these conventions. Like, yeah, but he doesn't, why? and he doesn't need to because he was super smart when he was doing those um, Priceline commercials. That he took yeah. a he took a percentage instead of like a base pay, and he I nice. think something like eighty million dollars off the Priceline commercials alone. He wow. took a stock, I guess. Damn. Um, well, he lucked out on that. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't need. He's plus he's ninety one at this point, bro. Right. If you're not having fun, just retire See, and enjoy and you know your what? money. I met Leonard Nimoy at Fanboy years yeah. ago. Yeah, and it was like a Skype thing that he did there. But that guy was so nice. He was mm. so willing to sit down and answer every single person's question, even if he had answered it a thousand times. And then yeah. he sang the Bilbo Baggins song that he wrote. What? If you didn't know, Leonard Nimoy wrote a song about Bilbo Baggins. I did not. Uh, and he that's sang amazing. that to us. Leonard Nimoy has an entire country album that he yes, does. Yes, he does. What? <laughs> Spot those country? Phenomenal. Yes. Oh my God, Boston! You have so many songs to choose from for your ending song today. I had no idea that. <laughs> oh, that is amazing to me. Um, oh yeah, and he was yeah. just so down to earth and cool. So I look at someone like that who mm-hmm. was basically as big of a megastar as Shatner, and yeah. there's no reason because you wouldn't be in that point of stardom and fame had it not been for people supporting you. So now it's yeah. time to give back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, there's stuff like in his past where William Shatner did good things, like um, the fact that he basically um, forced the, the yes, uh, forced the. Uh, <laughs> oh God, he was wait, Third Rock. Third Rock from the Sun. Oh yeah, he was a guest on that, wasn't he? He did that great uh, that great uh, reference with John Lithgow about them both um, seeing gremlins on planes, which was incredible. Um, but no, he was the one that basically forced CBS's hand or NBC, CBS's hand to to allow like a interracial kiss on television. Oh yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, Boston Legal is it Boston Legal or Boston Public? Uh, Boston Public. Okay. Um, Wait, no. But Boston Wait. Legal. Boston mm-hmm. Legal. Hold Boston up. Public was a was a show set in a school, I think. Um, oh, yes. But no, he's had some great T.J. Hooker. Like I, I, I know my mom loved TJ Hooker. Um, he's been great, and at this point, it's sad that he's so, I guess, bitter, and it makes no damn sense. Doesn't, and it, like you said, you know, he doesn't have to do it. No, it, th- there's no reason for him to keep doing stuff if he's miserable doing it. He doesn't need the money. 
Yeah, he's it's so weird to me. Um, the celebrity I met, uh, I've only met one celebrity in my life that was just a real dick, and he's dead now, so I feel like it's okay to talk about this. <laughs> was uh, <laughs> David Carradine, you know, from Kill oh, Bill and sure. uh, Kung Fu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at Dragon Con, and this was a Sunday. This was when they were still, they had the Walk of Fame in that really small room in the uh, main hotel, I think the the Hyatt. Um, so I came in, nobody was around him, and I walked up to him, and he had a newspaper, and he was just looking through his newspaper. He didn't, like, even acknowledge the fact that I was standing right there. And then he finally sighed, did this dramatic sigh, uh, folded the newspaper, and looked up to me and said, 50 for a picture, 40 for an autograph. And I was just so pissed. I looked back at him and I go, ooh, that's too much for someone like you. Nice. Yeah, I was, I was did so he, mad. Did he say anything back to that? No, he just kind of looked at me and I walked on. It's just like one of those things where I don't get, why are you even there if you're not going to make an effort to yeah. be polite? It doesn't make any sense. What's your story, Scott? So, uh, mine's the complete opposite, uh, encounter. Uh, so I don't know if, if any of y'all here, uh, watch the Impractical Joker show. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I try to avoid that show whenever I can. Oh, I love that show. Oh, burn. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. And so, uh, my, uh, uh, my best friend used to work for their publications, which were based here in Knoxville. Uh, so, they they were doing their comedy tour, uh, and uh, yes. they they got us all back uh, backstage passes. Nice. Uh, so then we all we met some of them backstage. But what the really cool thing about it is, uh, since I was with their, their work crew, uh, they were like, "Hey, we're going to meet you guys later on tonight." Uh, when, when you know when we when we leave here, so they they met us. Uh, Joe and Murr from the Practical Jokers met us all uh, downtown uh, Market Square, uh, and Joe. If you've seen this show, he is the exact same person in real life as he okay. is on the show. Just hilarious, <laughs> super, just cuts up, you know, and he was just like the friendliest, nicest guy you could ever meet. Uh, so mine was the complete opposite encounter. Like it made, it made me like him and, and his show even more, just meeting him in person. Cool. And if yeah. I could tack on to the Impractical Jokers thing real quick, do you know who, did, do the, do you know who did the stunt coordinating on their movie? No. Kane Hodder. Jason Voorhees. Wait, <laughs> really? Mr. Kane Jason Hodder, Voorhees absolutely. is Kane Hodder. He was a stunt person to begin Kane with, Hodder right? Is one of the best, yes, he is one of the greatest stuntmen uh, in Hollywood, honestly. And mm. to his acclaim, he has murdered more people on screen <laughs> than any other actor. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, especially since didn't he get his own his own like trilogy with his own character at one with, point? Yeah, the Victor Crowley. Uh, what yeah. what is this? Yeah. Hatchet. Oh, you know, uh yeah, Hatch, Hatchet was a uh, series done with Kane Hodder as just like a, a, a character named Victor Crowley. He was more okay. like this backwoods redneck wrong turn kind of deformed hatchet wielding yeah, psychopath yeah, yeah. and it kind of really revamped him back into the world of superhuman horror, mm. you know. Mm. Mm. Because he played Jason in uh, seven through ten. Oh, so he's not the original and Jason. No, well, I guess that makes sense because he's that not first... the original. But Kane Hodder is uh, Kane Hodder is the most prolific Jason. Yes. Okay. So you said he's he was the, seven he's through the most ten roles as Jason. Yes. He first came in. His first one was the one with uh, the psychic. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Which, fun fact, how he got that role, because uh, I was I used to be a huge fanboy, uh, how he got that role was walking into the audition room with one of his other stunt double buddies and just just would just pick the guy up and chuck him. <laughs> that That's a good audition. For, that was an audition, audition for Jason. Was just walked in with another uh, another stunt dude and just chucked him around the room like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> that's amazing. That's like, yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that's we, we want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had yeah. that like horrible burn injury where he was like 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 eighty percent of his body is a burn scar. Wait, Kane mm-hmm. Hodder in real life or yeah. Jason? Yes, like mm-hmm. Kane Hodder in real life. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember exa- the, I don't remember the de- details in that story though. Yeah, I can't remember exact. I can't remember if it's something that happened to him when he was young, or if it's something that happened to him when he was a stuntman. But I think it was something that happened to him when he was doing stunts. It sucks that Glenn Jacobs has became an awful mirror because at this point it would have been great to do a cane joke, but it's like you I know. just don't have yeah. it in me anymore. Um, no, I, but I tried to do a, a fucking fundraiser with him like three years ago when he first okay. became the mayor. Yeah, and all I wanted him to do was come to the thing as Kane and sit down in a little chair and read children's books. And okay, he was he was too busy and didn't get to come. And now I'm kind of glad that. I didn't have him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it was really weird. I have a dodged <laughs> bullet there. Yeah, it, it's just so weird to see. Now, one good thing we can say about wrestling is. The Undertaker has a Netflix movie that comes out next week, which is one of those yeah, choose your does. own adventure type movies to where you're trying it. to help what? the new day. You're trying to help the new day get through a haunted house. So it does it kind of like that Brandersnatch <laughs> uh, Black Mirror movie where every now and then yes. it'll come up with like two or three options on the screen as to what you want to do as you try to help yeah. the new day get through so, Undertaker's haunted I house. I hope that. I hope that they actually go down some different app because the Bandersnatch thing, I really wanted to be into that. But it was like, it's not a choose your own adventure. It's pick what, pick what's right and you'll get to see the whole thing. (laughs) It's like, I tried to take acid with the guy in the apartment at least four times. And I just just kept jumping out the fucking window. And then you have to restart. You have to rewatch it all. (laughs) Oh, God. And yeah, that was that was the only part that kept me from like I, I think I eventually got to all the endings, but it took me a while. Yeah, did like, you end up going through it choose. like with a guide or just yourself, Boston? Oh no, we just yeah, we just we just exhausted all options. Okay. Yeah, it's it takes. I... Go ahead. Yeah, I, it just it uh, that was one of those things. It's like you can't really call this choose your own adventure because yeah, I'm, and... I'm having to choose what you want me to choose. Let me ask you all something. I think we're all of the age that Choose Your Own Adventure books were big, right? When we were kids? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did everybody do the cheat thing where you kind of used your finger for like a bookmark and kind of looked ahead? Sure, I didn't go that way. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You, of course I, you had I to. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I, I think everybody had to do that just so you could yeah. feel smart. Where else? No, sir. Lie? I'm yes, not going to take the mummy stone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love those things because they were so dark for children's books. I like, know we had a lot of really dark stuff as yeah, we did. material as children, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I uh, think so. There's actually 
one of the one of the Twitch uh, Twitch teams I follow, Loading Ready Run, that I talk about too much. Um, nah. They actually one of their shows has been uh, they have a show called Dice Friends, and while they've been doing the during the pandemic when they couldn't you know have everybody in the building to play D and D, yeah, they would have just random people go to the uh, have one person like go to the go to the studio, get one of those choose your own adventure books, <laughs> and then like try to beat it. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. And on, and on most of them, they che- on most of them they 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 cheat. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I think we all cheat it. Uh, oh, there was like another. I can never. I can't think of it. Damn it! But there was like not choose your own adventure, but there was like another set of books that was kind of like the choose your own adventures, but it also had you had hit points. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> uh, they they had a few of those too. They had a few of those as well. Yeah. Okay, I just cannot Which think what those were called. Stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had stats, and the stats um, would decide if you were able to <laughs> turn to certain pages. It oh, was brilliant. I those. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that one missed me. Yeah, um, it definitely missed me. Well, I'm glad Boston remembers it, so I don't. Feel, I'm not in like some kind of N- Mandela. <laughs> effect. Mandela. Let, let me let me clarify. Uh, you bitch. Uh, let me clarify. Well, I did let's, not. Let's clarify. Uh, you're you're a bit. You're a bit. Let me clarify that you're a bitch. <laughs> uh, let me clarify. I I never played any, but it was one of the ones they like. I, I watched. I watched somebody play it on on a stream once because I was like, okay, that's more involved than normal. What is this? Uh, that makes me happy that they they do that kind of stuff on the streams because I always thought they just did video games. See, this just sparked my fucking memory of a show that I just found that may be pretty old to everyone else but it's called dimension 404 mm, i've heard yeah. of this it's narrated by mark hamill and it's whoa and what? it's <clears throat> yes he's even in one of the fucking episodes as this like dr doom-esque super villain cool and you get his whole like you know it's him because that <laughs> that you can't uh-huh. get that's the fucking and like it's a, it's an anthology. Great impersonation, by the way. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> good. <laughs> I appreciate that. That was it's, the best it's... Undertaker I've ever heard. But <laughs> 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, it's good. It's a, it's a really good little anthology series. Uh, each episode is a different story. Uh, kind is of it... a Twilight Zone with modern problems. Dude, okay, that sounds it's, awesome to me. And what, what's it it's current it's or show? old? It's an old show. I think it came out in like 2017. And what's okay. it called? Somehow Dimension 404. <laughs> Dimension 404. Okay. Yes, There's it's a like, note. Hey, go ahead. What? There's an was... episode where like Patton Oswalt's in one. Oh, cool. And yeah, I mean, great cast, great stories. That sounds, oh, that sounds awesome. I'm gonna what, check that out. Is it like uh, streaming anywhere or is it just like a website you have to go to? It is. It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, yeah, stream it on Hulu. Another one I think is on Hulu, since we're talking kind of like uh, anthology stuff right now. Um, yeah. Called Room Number Nine. It's a yes. British um, anthology show, kind of like Black Mirror. Uh, super good too. Each those episodes will. It's, I've not watched a whole bunch of them, but the ones I have have freaked me out. And see, okay. um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the anthology movies too, like <clears throat> Holidays. Uh, if you've ever seen that, is a really good anthology horror movie. No, what is, I've never heard of Holidays. Holidays is basically these five directors get together, and each of them, like one of them is Kevin Smith. Uh, oh. They all write a horror movie based on a different holiday. 
So like one okay. of them's Easter, one of them's Christmas, one of them's Halloween, one, you know. Uh, okay. And so I, re- I really kind of dig films like that where there's like yeah, one yeah, general yeah. theme and several different directors come together to make different takes at yeah. it. One that I really like, and I think they're actually about to do a fourth one on Shudder next week, is the VHS series. Yes. So yeah, I, good. I love those. Have you seen those, uh, Scott or Boston? I have not. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, of the VHS series. Yeah. Yes. Even the ones that most people didn't like. Hey, <laughs> They're all good. I, I just like found good. footage films. I like found footage stuff. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really do too. D- uh, well, that's how about... Was... No, well, that's why I was so excited to see your uh, your show, uh, Chris, because I was a huge fan of uh, the found footage stuff, and specifically uh, Grave Encounters, <laughs> yes. which, in so, my opinion, is still one of the best found footage films out there. Yes. Let's do Absolutely. this. Uh, Boston, uh, what is the show that we're talking about on YouTube? Yeah, I'm curious. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, there's this, uh, this show that is coming up uh, that exists and i totally have the link here i did not at all lose it under any circumstances <laughs> no, uh, ghost no. quest uh it is a wonderful it, show called ghost there, quest on youtube ghost, ghost quest. quest okay yes. ghost quest Over there and who stars on this uh ghost quest yeah uh some jackass named chris bell i don't like anybody that wears a hat that big you can't trust them <laughs> no no the bigger the hat the shittier the person <laughs> absolutely who are, well, the other, for something. who are the other two that are on, on uh is it's just the three of you right that uh, right four directed there's four of you oh. okay uh so uh, that was tyler broadway uh my childhood best friend dylan thompson and it was broadway okay yes i've that's the first time i've ever gotten to work with tyler and so many people have told us that we needed to work together so mm, and we awesome were, we were finally like let's do this uh, so right Ryan sent us all the, the clip of, of, of your show uh, to, to watch, you know, before we had you on, on the on the on the podcast. And oh, excellent! With, but but I had no idea of what I was watching. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, know we talked about this before we were recorded. But I want to bring it up again. So yes. he, he sent me a link. I just thought you were doing some normal, you know, ghost hunting show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so you know, I pull up I pull up the you know the the link and started watching it, and the commentary starts. And it, you have to think that I'm thinking I'm watching a real ghost hunting show. Right. Uh, and I went into it, it was like, what in the fuck is up with this commentary? It's just <laughs> like the doofiest. Yes. And, and then once, the, once it all starts, I was like, oh, I get it. It's a spoof thing. This is amazing. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. If you watch Ghost Adventures actual intro... Yeah, that's it, almost word for word. <laughs> is it? Oh wow! I, I is, believe it. I believe is Ghost it. Adventures the one? And, where I, they and go... I have. It's just been so long since I've seen it. I, I can't remember how, how it started. Now, or what is, their opening is? Is Ghost Adventures the one where they go to houses and challenge the ghosts to fight? Yes, that's where Zach. Okay, so Zach normally goes into the house. He bullies the rest of the team incessantly, uh-huh. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. he steps up to all the ghosts in a big way. And then immediately bitches out as soon as one of them steps back up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he always also, for whatever reason, when he finds out that like, oh, the ghost was a fireman, it'll cut back to him in the stupid fucks wearing a fire hat. Like, <laughs> this will draw. Okay, so that. that's that. Okay, I. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I didn't okay. Get, I, yep. I, I couldn't. I didn't get that joke immediately, but okay. 
Okay. So that, yeah, when it cuts back uh, to me in the chef hat, it's because he just learned that he was a chef. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's absolutely brilliant because like I, I had like I said no idea what I was what no no introduction of what I was watching at all, and as soon as I realized what what it was and that it was a spoof. I, I almost immediately knew who this was based off of, and see, uh, you know, because it is so well done, you know, yeah, like the, 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 the how well you're animated, you know, the, you. how you are with the, I mean, it's just brilliant, man. And a lot of that too is David Cunningham. He's the man behind the camera. He's the one okay. that edited the whole thing. That that's all like a lot of his really good camera angles and being able right. to keep up with me. I'm like, it's like filming a squirrel. If you're fucking <laughs> with me, so yeah. and now, the thing with the hat too was like I was like I just want some ridiculous fucking hat, just like I want you to say the ghost <laughs> was this, and I'll put the and so I'm digging through my closet, and the first thing I found was my chef hat, and I was like, fuck it, he's the sweetest chef. There was a there was a haunted deli, <laughs> like so, nice, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my! So that have you? Great. How many of you guys great. shot so far? So that was our first one. Uh, okay. It was intended. So I started doing this series. I've done these things on my podcast and on my show for a long time called the Mythical Monster of the Month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I try to shine a spotlight on a specific cryptid. So most recently I did one on the Tennessee Wild Man because I started realizing that people, I'm not getting a ton of views on videos on YouTube. And I think it's because that Nobody wants to sit and just watch me, even if I'm flailing around and fucking, you know, being goofy and whatever. Nobody wants to just sit and watch me talk about something for 20 minutes. Yeah. So I got this idea to do almost like a spoof of these biopics on cryptids where there's all these terrible reenactments of <laughs> what the monster uh. looked like. And so the one I did on the Tennessee Wild Man, I was just in my house for two days and basically played all these different parts of the Tennessee wild man of the cryptid expert of the farmer that saw it, of the guy that got attacked by it and chopped it all together. And it got like a huge response. People really, really loved it. So I was like, I want to run with this idea of the spoofs. So that was originally supposed to be a, a longer thing where it starts as a spoof of one of those ghost shows where it's like, I've held this secret for 35 years. And mm-hmm. then, and then that woman is, was going to call the ghost team and the whole show was going to swap to the perspective of the ghost team where okay. I make fun of ghost adventures. But yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, like, right. we're like, that's too much. Like yeah. th- let's not, let's not try to do all that. So what? it became ghost quest. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how frustrating it must be with, to try to get with like YouTube because I did today. I was trying to find the uh, the link to it so I could send it to uh, Boston and Scott, and it really made me understand why it's so you need to like subscribe to creators that you likes channels because YouTube does not make yes. it easy to find stuff. Because I looked no, under the doesn't. title of your of your show and could not find it. I finally gave up and found yeah. the Facebook link for it because. YouTube just makes that super hard for some reason. It, yeah, it does. Be like that. That's crazy. No, I mean, you would think especially like I just what kills me is I see these videos and I'm not I would never like down another creator or anything like that. But yeah, there's a lot of these just like list videos like you're reading Wikipedia and putting mm-hmm. pictures up and yep. they've got 
20,000 views and it's like <laughs> you know people like us put so much work into the production and yeah. you know as as far as on my end I don't always see the return. Yeah, so yeah, someone yeah. who wants mm-hmm. to watch your stuff, Chris, what's the best way? That, how can they find it? What's the best way for them to, to find you? Definitely look the Creature Corner up. Uh, creature with a K, Corner with a K, uh, because yeah. my name's Chris with a K, and we stop at the K's with only two K's. Good idea. Since I do comedy, I, I go under the business name of Chris Bell Comedy, and I spell comedy with a K. Because I spelled nice. Chris with a K. And yeah, so I almost had Chris's comedy calendar up on my website. And oh. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't do that. <laughs> so, no, no. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not affiliated yeah. with so, that KKK. Yeah, no. Yeah. So now, now I'm the creature corner with the cool. two Ks, which if you okay. don't know our past uh, of, of, of podcasts and things <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. My, this was my original show name. Yep. That I wanted to go with. Yeah. And uh, the other name, we won't fuck that whole situation. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, it. I. This is what I always wanted to be doing. Yeah. And I'm not familiar with your past, Chris, because Ryan refused to introduce me to you. To you so Scott, that's let okay. me just we, say we this: that, that. that's on him. He was involved with. <laughs> the person that accused me of being a Chinese spy. Uh, we'll, I assume that's what he <laughs> yes, was referring to. And, and we'll yep. leave it at that. Yep. Um, yeah. That, what that I person found... went tried to go to Lionsgate Films and tell them that I was a known Nazi. <laughs> are you... I, I, oh I want to say, are you oh, kidding? God, I can't believe part. that, but I can believe it if we're talking about the same person. Oh, definitely. This guy is off his rocker. It's One insane. in the morning from some bullshit Twitter account for uh, fucking Tom Riddle. No, uh... Shit. It was something uh, from Harry Ridley Potter. Scott. It was, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Ridley, yeah the, Ridley, the, the, the Ridley Scott. Which yeah, which I love. The, I mean, yeah, fuck, I don't care. I don't give a shit. The, it, yeah. What blows my mind is that like they, he didn't even bother to delete all of the other tweets. I know. Where him and another another associate were just pretending to be Ridley Scott talking shit about people. Yeah. Like, you, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was um. It was so bizarre so, that whole time. But what I thought was fine about it uh i mean not fine about it but was awesome afterwards is how you have basically evolved out of a podcast right like you're now um like uh i'm hoping soon boston me and scott can uh actually start doing some streaming together uh for back for blood i think that would be a great game for us to to stream i don't know why i'm telling them all plans now (laughs) here or not in the chat but that's how i roll and boston can probably edit this part out um but uh but and but his silence means he's not going to um but uh he said maybe okay so i got a chance thank god um but I like how you have evolved it from just like doing a podcast. Well, you know, I tried so hard to make this happen when yeah. we had what we had. I even was like, listen, I'll bring all my fucking stuff. I'll set it up beforehand. We'll two cameras, bada bing. Just give yeah. people something to watch too for the people that don't necessarily listen to just podcasts. Like let's broaden mm-hmm. the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so some people do like to have the visual behind it, you know, not just the audio. Right. Yeah. Like when I'm working during the day, I'll listen to a podcast. But like at night, maybe I'm sitting there watching a YouTube playlist and yeah. I want to watch, you know, I want to watch something. Yeah. 
That's exactly how I am. You know, it's like if I'm in a car driving or whatever, I'll usually have a podcast playing. Exactly. But if, I, if I'm home, uh, not, I usually be streaming something on YouTube or something. Bingo. Yeah. I still occasionally will get, like, I was doing the film review thing, you know, with you all uh, yeah. at the time. Oh, yeah. And I, I've, I've since moved away from that, too, because I even had somebody tell me once, they were like, even though you were talking to these people, you could tell you were just kind of going through the motions. Like, this isn't mm. what you wanted to be doing. They're like, you yeah, were a yeah, good yeah. interviewer, but it's, it's not what you wanted to be doing. And, you know, I did. I enjoy talking to those people, and I still do enjoy talking to those people. But I'm much happier now producing, like, just silly videos. That's that's what I always wanted to do. Man, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. about doing what you love, man. Yeah, and oh, but yeah. I agree with Whatever you with the, interview, with the interview thing, because, like, I was, you know, a little frustrated that we didn't get any of the interviews when all that stuff was going on at the other place. But then I was also thinking, yes. I don't know if I would enjoy it because I wasn't really interested in talking to a lot of those people. I enjoy interviewing, right. but I like interviewing people that I actually like and, and I'm curious about right. who they are. Yeah. And see, there was, and see that, that bred a lot of animosity too, that yeah. it looked like people were being, you know, that things were being withheld from certain people by one person when in yep. reality they, it was just that they were sending them. I had the connection <laughs> and, and oh, yeah. he really just had no, like he was flying by the seat of his pants. Man, I can, I can tell you right now that the Netflix uh, documentary, the rise and fall of outlander is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't waste the budget on that. <laughs> no. Um but no, but I, I like what you've done. You you decided, hey, this isn't what I wanted. Because you've also done that in your personal life. You quit your job, yes. right? Which I sure did. Good um, fucking for you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, man. Which I, yeah. I was a maintenance. If you weren't happy. Yeah, I was a maintenance technician in an apartment complex that I lived in for five years. And oh god. It's like I literally couldn't walk out my front door without being at work. Mm. And so it was like being stuck in a box for five years and never being able to really like there would be things happening midweek. That's like, man, if I could just travel to go do that, I could be I could be there, you know, and Mm. so many missed opportunities that so I finally said, you know, fuck that what am i doing here i can make money there's money everywhere to be made uh if and if i'm willing to work this hard for somebody else i'm i should be willing to bust my ass double for myself yep absolutely what is that called because that's happening right now like all across the states where people are just fed up with it it really um, is. Yeah, I don't know. If it's called the <laughs> valuing your own worth. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that, but it's got a name like why... the Great Reawakening or something, where people are finally like, because people thought like garbage. People thought, oh, it's just because everybody is on unemployment and they're getting the extra benefits. But no, when those extra benefits stop, you're still not yeah. able to find people that will no. work certain jobs there, anymore. There, there's right. companies now that a lot of companies now that are that are that are dropping drug tests. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just to get people to come to work. Yeah. Yep. Anybody and everybody uh, come on. My job did that literally a week after I got hired. Oh no! <laughs> but it's just one of those things where I I think because I saw uh this TikTok video where this girl probably like twenty twenty one twenty two um quit wall at Walmart and she did it like by re- resigning over the intercom speaker and she yeah, calls awesome. people's names out like. 
asshole managers who had sexually harassed her and stuff like that, which was amazing. And then she did the yes. part, but but you know, you Samantha, you're cool. Like it was just like that scene in Half Baked. <laughs> um, but I think it's like awesome. you should have baked it. You have baked it. <laughs> um, but I think it's great that people like yourself, and in a way, kind of, I'm doing the same thing now too because I'm kind of between jobs right now. Um, I'm looking sure. to work for somebody doing social media stuff. I'm just like, I'm yeah. going to do my best not to go back to a call center job. That's like, I mean, yes. You know, I have yeah. a big, I have a big thank you to give to my girlfriend, who honestly is the one that talked me out of like working this bullshit nine to five awful job because she had Mm. she had this great insurance job like she was this really successful insurance salesman or and she was doing like quotes and stuff like she was an underwriter's assistant all this crazy shit and she just woke up one day i was like i can't do it anymore i and like she quit her job this was like five five years ago yeah five six Mm. years ago she quit her job decided i'm gonna start you know, making jewelry and doing the things that I love. She owns her own store now. She has her own brick oh, wow. and mortar store That's awesome. in the middle that is of awesome. Clinton. I mean, and she, she's she been open for almost three years now. She's never had to pay rent out of pocket. She's always made enough money to just pay her rent, which a, a new business in their first year, that's unheard of. That is, so, that is absolutely unheard of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she, you know, she really showed me that it's possible to fucking live your dream and do it and not have to put up with someone else telling you where you need to be and how you need to live. And, Oh, you're sick. Well, that's too bad. You need to come to work because I need money. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Definitely big shout out to her. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, left a job in January that I'd been at for five years and loved. Um, I was the third person in the company to ever make a million dollars for them. And wow, there, when I made that million dollars, mm-hmm. the only thing I got out of it was 500 kudo points, all right, which translates to about five bucks. And no, and they weren't giving me any opportunities to move up in the company. And I, I just didn't get any recognition either. Yeah. And I just finally decided, no, why am I wasting my time and energy to make these people a million dollars when I could be yes. doing it on my own? I mean, obviously, there are like a ton of risks and it's scary, but it, that, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I admire scary. you and her too. Like you said, because absolutely, that's man. a big time yeah. that your, your partner would be like, you know what? We can do this. We, yeah, we don't I mean, need the security, the security net. We can do this. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, I've, she's made me start doing this thing. She talked me into, she's talking one, the one honestly that talked me into doing stand up comedy for the first time too. And I do this thing now, or I'm going to start, I, I did it at my last show and I'm going to start doing it more often. Uh, at the end of my set, we're kind of like a baptism. I'm going to invite people down <laughs> to the stage to quit their job that I will call your boss <laughs> right now on stage. Come on down and we'll quit your job together. And and did he, it happen? It not yet. No, he's gonna do but it. Yeah. I'm so bad. I'm gonna do it more. No, it's. Ha- I've done it once. Oh, you have. Nobody came down. Oh, I have done it once. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. That, that when you did it that one time, did anybody come down? No, nobody has <laughs> come. I mean, down you're starting to move me. Yeah, I mean, Austin's it's... gonna be their front row for your first show. 
<laughs> yeah. Come on down, anybody and everybody. I'm going to get a choir robe and everything, put it on at the end. And just, nice. Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be good. We'll get lots of people to fucking quit doing this bullshit and live for themselves. But the good well, thing is, with not, like, not, not selfishly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But with your skill set that you've already have from like uh, maintenance work and everything like that. You can pick up odd jobs here and there. I know there's apps for for stuff like that where somebody's like, "Hey, can you come do plumbing for me?" So you oh, can yeah, find actually, like work uh, like that, like while you're doing like living your dreams. Exactly. Me and the, the guy, the the long haired guy that's in the video with me, Dylan, my like I said, my childhood best friend. Uh, he also quit his job. He and I started a limited liability company together as a handyman service and. So we work, yeah, we're a licensed and bonded company and we work regular jobs all the time, fixing stuff on top of getting to film. Like we fixed some shutters today and I'm going to film a commercial for the haunted house Screamville tomorrow. It's, That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. It's by the way, who is the guy in your, in your video who you keep the poor guy that keeps getting sent into the spooky stuff? Yeah, that, that is that is Tyler Broadway, and I would die for Tyler. You've never, I would right? die for that so for that guy. Sweet. He is amazing. Yeah. Since I don't know, I don't He's think so do I know Tyler Boston. I don't think you've. I'm pretty sure you never met. Okay, Tyler. I would so die sweet. for that guy. He's he such a professional. He was fantastic in that. Um, yeah. He is actually, while I had him here, we filmed another thing that I'm working on right now that is another cryptid episode uh, cool. about the Pascagoula River aliens. And so he's a part of the Amazing. reenactment in, in this That's one. Awesome. So, if, yeah. you, if you need any help in your videos, Chris, you just, you just call me, man. I'm Absolutely. Scott's getting the itch <laughs> yeah, to no. start uh, acting again. I, I am, think. man. I haven't done it in so long. I miss it so much. Good. I have a few projects, actually, yes, that I am going to start working on very soon. Some bigger projects. So, uh, yeah, I will absolutely need people. Perfect. And yes, I think sir. Boston has done some acting gigs recently. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not recently. Not recently, but yes. Wasn't it like I recently for me? It's, it's been like four or five months ago, right? I don't think so. I don't remember. I thought it was like, <laughs> God, pandemic time is weird, y'all. It is. I actively clocked into work on my days off before. Uh, you know, like, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be here today. <laughs> That's amazing, no man. It is anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I checked with Ryan three times today that it was actually Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I got concerned when you did because I was like, oh, no, does he need to reschedule? No, man, that's just my brain. I'm like, it's Tuesday. Okay. And then a few hours later, I'm like, it's Tuesday. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, kind of how it is right now for me, because like, I'm, I've not gone this long before without <coughs> like a, um, a normal, like nine to five job. Yeah. So hey, it's, it's weird. That's what it weird. is, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're living it, on the edge. <laughs> it is, but it's also been so far. It's been great because I know, like, hey, I can work on this uh, for my friend's uh, site. I can um, look into this. Yes. I can go help my friend uh, move his comic book shop. Um, yeah, yes. it's been it's been kind of neat, like having a life. You just you don't know until you do stuff like this. Just how much of your life is dedicated to work yeah. 
Yes. And, and I, see, I, and like I said, money's everywhere. Like I'd like to tell people this story. When I was in Las Vegas on Fremont Street, there was this guy with a sign that just said, 20 bucks, kick me in the nuts. And that like <laughs> that right there, that's the best two hundred dollars I spent in Las Vegas. But that just that just shows me like there's money any like don't do yeah. I'm not encouraging anyone to go do that, but <laughs> I bet that guy still sat around going, Man, these hookers <laughs> Gross. So, so, yeah. so degrading. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I don't, I don't know this cat, but yeah, no, but, but you know, fair, yeah, I think it's fair. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> now we'll now we'll travel back to what we began talking about. This yeah, is, to, to Horrorland. Let's talk about shows and movies that we've seen. Yeah, like. yeah. This will be like an extended, almost like recommendations, but we'll still do regular recommendations too. What do oh, you yes. think, Chris? Is like a horror film that people have probably never heard of, but should watch. Oh, but should watch. Okay. Yeah, something <laughs> like, like, yeah. Well, no, I, I, oh God, you have one. No, if you want to do a garbage one too, go ahead. But yeah. yeah. I have one that people, yeah, shouldn't watch. I don't know that it's because it's garbage. It's just, I don't know, man. It's called The Begotten. I don't know if you've okay. ever heard. That sounds so familiar to me. The Begotten? The Begotten. Okay, I used this movie. I had a Halloween party at my house one time, and I put it on in my bedroom so mm-hmm. people wouldn't go into my bedroom. <laughs> like the plot, just really super quick. The plot of this movie is it's all in this super high contrast, weird black and white. Okay. I, I'm seeing that right now. Yeah, that's so weird. It, it looks like it came from, but it was made in like the 90s. So it's some like experimental student film, Ugh. but. The plot of it, I had to look up because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Uh, so it starts with this woman or this person. Yeah, this guy dies. This woman kills this guy, and the guy is supposed to be God. So this lady kills God, and then she gets God hard, <clears throat> and she makes God come. Um, and then she takes, and then she takes the Jesus jism, and she rubs it all into her bush. Oh. And then Sun Earth is born out of this pit in the ground. Uh, who is this? Science. He's just this weird, like, gelatinous kid that can't move. He just, like, lays on the ground and twitches. And these oh monks come, and they kill Mother Earth, who that's who you find out the woman that killed God is, is Mother Earth. Uh, oh. They kill Mother Earth, and then they Boilers. take Sun Earth... Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Don't watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And they, like, mush up Sun Earth in this vat, these, like, weird hooded monks. And then they, like, Mm. smear him around, and they're like, yeah, we did it. And Um, I don't know. Wow. (laughs) Son of Earth, Flesh on Bone was his name. (laughs) Wow, that sounds terrible. And it was supposed to be the first part of a trilogy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... Huh. Okay, so back to a movie that. So I would we recommend. should not watch Begotten, but if you want to make don't sure watch. people don't have sex in your room, put Begotten yeah. on. Okay, put the Begotten <laughs> on. <laughs> so a movie that I'm sure no one's ever heard of, but they should check out, is a movie called The Mystery of the Leaping Fish. Okay, The Mystery of All the right. Leaping Fish. 
Um, so the mystery of the leaping fish is this old silent film. I think it's about 20 minutes long. Um, it stars this detective called detective Coke. Anytime. What? <laughs> wow. You're not kidding. This is a 1916 movie. Yes. And there's, oh, wow, with Douglas Fairbanks. there's a clock. Oh yeah. This was, I mean, it wow. was a well-produced film for the time. It's got special effects in it and everything. Whoa, really? So, so the le- so there's a clock on his wall that just says, eats, sleeps, dopes, and drinks. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, I see that. He wow. like wakes up and goes over to this weird medicine cabinet and just like throws cocaine in his face. And he's like, oh, whoop, whoop, there's my coffee. And he has this like, sir, he has this like utility belt of heroin syringes that he'll just like, what? oh, I'm getting kind of down. And like Popeye, he just shoots heroin. And he's like, whoop, doo 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 time to dance and do the chicane. And so, so Coke Anytime has to go solve the mystery of the leaping fish, which is oh uh, this, this company that rents these motorized, inflatable fish that people ride in waves in the ocean okay and there's a girl there and it's all so there's a bad guy that's it's fishy joe fishy joe is is trying to to uh kind of push the girl that works at the uh at those leaping fish into marrying him and being his girl and her official title, because it says it on the back of her jacket, is fish blower. Oh, because if you because they're Whoa. inflatable fish. Yes. So, Fishy Joe and Detective Coke any day, Coke any day have this like crazy heroin fueled brawl in this room over the love of this girl, and it's a fantastic movie. This is amazing. <laughs> it's a film wow. everyone should see. Because you wouldn't mis- think that people in 1916 would do this kind of humor. Well, here's what's funny is prudishness didn't come around till the 50s. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that makes more sense then. Yeah, actually That's... conservatism and more like Christian values came around with, um, who was that? Billy Graham, the traveling preacher Billy Graham. In oh, the 1950s, yeah. that that is when yeah, that checks out. That's yeah. when really wholesomeness and like, yeah. oh, this is the devil. That's when that really came around. So in 1916, people are like, let's fucking do cocaine and heroin and dance and fight people. <laughs> I've Google searched this and I'm looking at all the images. This looks insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it looks like it wow. had a political message too because it came out the first year after the Harrison Act took effect which narcotic yes. pro- prohibition was still a new concept in the united states and the use of use of opiates and cocaine was much more socially acceptable than today mm-hmm. i guess that kind of <laughs> makes sense because there's always the rumor i guess it's true that the original coca-cola had cocaine in it yes <laughs> which that would be amazing <laughs> if they ever bring that one back um <laughs> right yeah and it got like the real old coke that's a, that's a Coke Zero product I, I will try, Ryan. Yeah. Um, and it said here, furthermore, the censorous Hayes Code would not be instituted for another 14 years after the film's release. With the induction of the code, depictions of drug use were not shown in major motion pictures. 
So, like, that's crazy to think. Okay, so this is 1916. So they've probably been yes. doing films for, what, about 20 years at this point? Like, the technology yes. is still really oh, early. Yeah, this, this and yeah, and then people are like, you know oh, what yeah. we need to do is we need a movie where we have a guy named Coke every Coke any day. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think Coke I think Coke any is it Coke any time or Coke any day? I think it's Coke, Coke any, any day. day. I think it's any day, yeah. I think I read that. Coke any day is still a better name for a uh still a better name than hero protagonist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to name some of the characters here. So we have Coke any day. We have Bessie Love as the little fish blower, which is amazing. Yeah, the little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we have Gent Rolling in Wealth. That's right. And, and then <laughs> Japanese Accomplice. <laughs> what, what was the last one? Japanese Accomplice. Okay. Okay. Oh. okay. This is why yes. I love the fact that our oh. show just goes off on weird tangents because we find things like this. Oh yeah, wow. that and the uh, the philosopher's telescope where the fucking moon eats. <laughs> That's another great one. But huh. there's yeah, there's two for you: the philosopher's telescope and the mystery of the leaping fish. Okay. Wow. Now, yeah. These are horror movies. <laughs> that you know, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I. That's amazing. You said, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say something like uh, Midsommar or something like that, but I'm glad you didn't because that movie freaks me out and I still haven't watched no. it. Oh um, it's weird too because I really like Francis Poe. Um, yeah. But I don't know if I could watch that or Hereditary. I don't know if it's, I could do either you know, one of those. Midsommar was a really good movie, but it's one of those things like there's no way you would convince me to go to another country and just take mushrooms. Mm -mm. Like, no, <laughs> no, I've seen too many hostels. I'm not going yeah. to that. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. What other would you consider like um, what do you consider like the best horror movie of all time? Oh, man, the best horror movie of all time. Yeah. Ooh, in <laughs> in my opinion, in your opinion, yes. <clears throat> Mine is Freddy oh, Got Fingered. No. no, objectively. Objectively. <laughs> yes, we need you to put us on pause and go like uh, survey everybody in America, Family yeah, Feud style, Steve Harvey style. Yeah, I got yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. A haunted movie set on the Family Feud um, <laughs> stage by Ooh, the. I like uh, it. It's like the ghost it. is the is the host who hung himself. Family feared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Survey it. says you're dead. That would be amazing. <laughs> That's the tagline. Awesome. That's the fucking movie tagline. Here's the okay. thing. If so, I was on Family Feud and one of my family members gave a really shitty answer, I'm not doing the <laughs> applauding and going good answer, good answer. I'm just gonna look them in dead in the face and go, You stupid <laughs> bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Just yeah. look them straight in their dead eyes. Yeah, and you can tell sometimes, why is that family member the one that's decided to go at the end at the, you know, what are they called? Not the showcase showdown, but whatever the final part is, where the two family members yeah, have to like, yeah, yeah. yeah, why do some of them pick, you should put your best members forward, you know? Yes. Oh my God, it makes yes. me so crazy. All right, sorry. So anyway. So, no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, my, why, you know, I think one of my all-time favorite horror movies um, is Pumpkinhead. 
I, I really love because I love I'm a huge practical effects nerd. Okay, um, right. And it was one of the first creature features that I ever saw that really made me go, that thing might be real. Mm. And I just, I loved the story. It was, it wasn't like anything else that I had ever really seen and still really haven't seen anything kind of like the original one. I didn't like any of the others that kind of went off after that. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, the original Pumpkinhead, I think was one of my, absolute favorite horror movies um yeah and now i'm friends with tom woodruff jr so that nice full circle with with old Pumpkinhead himself <laughs> and stan winston was involved with it so that's so tom woodruff jr worked in stan winston's studio cool so woodruff jr built and designed Pumpkinhead. uh okay. he also designed the graboids for trimmers Cool. E. Then, and he actually, that was his like uh, personal studio. That that wasn't even Stan Winston's studio. Him and uh, I can't remember his partner's name right now. They built the Graboids. I mean, Tom Woodruff Jr.'s worked on just about everything in Hollywood. He was the Gill Man in Monster Squad, and he built that costume also. Okay. So he was one of the few like people that would not only build the costume, but also work the mechanics of the monster. Nice. Yeah. And I think I, I, I do definitely agree with you. I think with like, especially with horror films, I think the more practical effects that you can do, the more frightening it's going to be. It is. There are places for CGI. I, I don't want to be, you know, like, oh, it's only practical effects, but because I used to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CGI does have its place. I just feel like there are places for practical effects that yeah. could have really, like, in this new uh, malignant movie, <laughs> I've, okay, so I, I've not seen it. I think Bingy may be doing a review for us. I've heard some very controversial takes on this movie. I won't give anything away. I would just okay. like to say that at one point, the the monster quote quote they use what looks like a practical puppet, okay, for some shots, and it looks great. It's like, oh, holy shit. And yeah. then at, at towards the end, it's super heavy CGI. Okay. And it's just like very obvious. It, like, I just, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm being too picky about stuff, but I don't like it when the whole scene is CGI'd and it looks like mm. I'm watching like a really well put together video game cutscene. No, no, I, I, I get it. <laughs> Especially like you said, if it started off with a lot more. Um, practical effects before it just kind of blows up yes. into just CGI mess. Yeah, no, because, I get that. And I understand that a lot of studios are willing to give a production budget uh, based on a CGI over practical effects a lot of times, just because if you screw up a practical effect, you have to pay again to do that shot, or if it doesn't look good, you have to pay to fix it with CGI. So okay, then you end yeah. up using CGI anyways. No, and I, I, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I think there's a healthy balance. <laughs> so did you, do you, so you think it's still worth seeing or do you think it's, uh. I, I do think it's worth seeing. I think the story was, uh, people I think are a little critical of it because of how off the rails it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was really they 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 really built a good story it was an interesting story it's an original story so i was one of those critics when i very first watched it i really kind of shit on it pretty hard but now that i've had time to sit i'm right back to where you know where the fuck's my movie so yeah no i get it i heard the twist is weird but it can't be as weird as the twist being that you can't fall in love with a girl because you're a bee um (laughs) do you have any uh great horror movie recommendations well as i said before uh one of my favorite horror movies uh aside from well obviously the tremor series because i am a sim for tremors yep yeah grave encounters if if you've not seen that one it is a amazing your show kind of reminded me of it because it starts off as kind of a parody of those ghost hunting shows yes where they had been doing they they were on their like seventh or eighth episode and had kind of come up bunk on every every front like not even anything remotely spooky happened mm-hmm. and so they're like okay th- this is the last one and then we're gonna have to submit it for the season but you know like what, whatever and so they were really you know trying to like like it, it's great watching them try to pretend like they're into it at the beginning and then as creepy shit actually starts happening then they're like okay hold up um wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> and then when it goes full on uh my favorite is uh uh s- small spoilers they finally break through because they were they were chained in for the night and mm. they're like by now it should have been morning the dude should have unchained us by now what is happening and so they like put all the equipment on this t- on this gurney and slam it into the door over and over again and it finally busts open <laughs> and it's just more it's more asylum oh yeah <laughs> like the door that they came in and they're like no no we have to be turned around and then there was i can't remember what it was but there was like some very specific graffiti on the outside of the building when they walked in like they made a big note of it uh-huh. And then someone's like, I don't think so. And they shut the door and there's the graffiti mm. that was supposed to be on the outside of the building. And they're like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Personally feel, you know, there's, there's been some others out there, but I still feel like that was a pinnacle of the found, found footage genre. Oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. I, I would agree with that. I think my favorite that I've seen, I'm going to watch Grave Encounters because that sounds amazing that I've seen is, I don't know the name of I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but it's the one where I think they're in Rome and they go underground into the labyrinths there. Uh, oh, yeah. As above, as above. Below. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that movie yeah. freaks me out, especially when they start seeing, like it starts to really start to mess with their minds by, you know, showing them stuff that's not really there. And well, you yes. know, it's just, yeah. I love the catacombs a good of family. Paris are terrifying. <laughs> yeah, because they have just—they're—it literally—they're really—they just have skulls everywhere. Oh yeah. What, what's the one? I—I uh, I feel like you shared it recently, Chris, on Facebook, mm. or in one of the, one of the catacombs. Someone decided. Someone decided to fucking just make a sculpture of a creature coming out of the wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, you, know this, you know what this haunted catacomb needs? <laughs> Big spoon. Wait, box. what? What is this? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll try and send it to you after uh, after the podcast. But it's it's a uh, it's. I think it's in, I think it's in the the Paris catacombs. Some yeah. artists decided to drop in, built this stone statue, <laughs> like half a statue coming out of a wall. So it just <laughs> looks like this creature, like reaching through the wall and stepping out towards you. Oh, wow, <laughs> that. <laughs> 
That's fun. What tops? Yeah. What about you, Scott? What's a great horror film that you would recommend? Uh, mine's probably uh, Gone with the Wind. There you go. I, uh, the, yeah. Just the idea of a four-hour musical terrifies me. It's not a musical. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Gone, Gone with, with the Wind is not a musical. <laughs> Gone with the Wind is not a musical, well, my friend. Well, no. I thought it was. I thought that tells you how much I've ever seen. I've never seen it. <laughs> now I kind of want them to do it. Frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, my, my answer is uh, the Exorcist, the original The Exorcist. Okay. Uh, yes. Like it, it, the reason why is because like it, it still stands on, it holds its own today. Uh, yeah. Like it, it, it's better than some newer movies now. Like it, it is just a classic to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Another practical effect movie. Yes, yes, yes. and it was like 1979, I think. Um, yeah, it's the war- maybe earlier than that. That woman yeah, still it, it has a messed up back because of the mom in that, because of how hard they pulled her yeah. across the room. She hit the wall so fucking hard. She has like a de- delocated spine. Oh God! Um, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. It was 1973. Really? Um, I knew I knew the, the the movie really messed with her emotionally, uh, but I had no idea that happened. Where she gets like thrown away from the bed by the yeah Zuzu, they were like, she told the guy, "Hey, don't pull me so hard, you're hurting me." And uh, the director was like, "Hey, uh, pull her even fucking harder this time." Oh damn! <laughs> oh shit! That sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. And so they did, and she mm. really flew across the room. Damn. Did did any of you catch the uh Exorcist TV series that was out a couple years ago? Oh no. No, I didn't. Um super good. Unfortunately, Fox dropped it after two seasons. The first season is a direct sequel to the Exorcist film. Oh. Really? With, um with uh, Linda Blair's character, uh I think her <laughs> granddaughter um is possessed by the the demon. The same demon? Yes. Pazuzu. Yeah, it's no, super cool. I didn't know good. That. The second season, I think it still does some of that because the uh, the the first season has uh, these two uh, one's a priest and the other one I can't remember uh, that are investigating these exorcisms. Uh, the second season they come back, but the second season is more uh, John Cho, who's I think in the new Cowboy Bebop show. Um, yes. as playing the one that gets possessed. And by the way, Cowboy Bebop uh, looks amazing. Yes, it does. Yeah. It looks amazing. Let's see what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it's the weirdest thing. So Netflix did that this weekend. They did the, um, hey, here's a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, they showed yes. the first footage from uh, Witcher Season 2. They announced the new season, uh, a third season's been greenlit. They're doing another anime movie. And they're doing a children's friendly witcher series which i don't what? understand how that is going to happen how does that work i don't yeah, know work? it's called money <laughs> <laughs> if you've noticed that like the number seven thing for weeks now on netflix has been fucking coco melon so they know who they're writing shows for at this point yeah, yeah they're making according to this it says um netflix is making a a family-friendly Witcher show. I thought you were about to say a fuckload of money off kids. So, yeah. That's way more accurate, yes. Yeah, so... That is accurate. Yeah, uh, 
and it says in this Forbes article, but the weird news, the news I can't really wrap my brain around, is that we're also getting a kids and family series set in the same universe. You know, the universe of horrible monster, sorcerers, induced orgies, and grim mutants with the penchant for whoring. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. Now, then again, it may not happen because how many um, HBO spinoffs of Game of Thrones were we supposed to be getting? Oh, yeah. Right, right. But I understand what Netflix is doing because they're also doing a prequel show. So they're going to have as much Witcher content as possible, I guess, to give the Witcher proper um, all the time they need to, you know, to tell their story, put all the special effects and all that. Yeah. But that's a lot of Witcher. A lot. It's a lot. And it's weird that they haven't. Well, I guess now, like, um, what's the company that does Cyberpunk and Witcher, the series? Oh, CD Projekt? Yeah, I'm surprised. I wonder if they are working on, like, another Witcher game. Because uh, they could be. You in Boston, I know, Scott, played The Witcher 3, right? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of wonder if what they'll do, because it's weird. Because it's weird not to have, like, a Witcher game. Um, being made right now with how big Witcher is. I have is. heard rumors that they are going to be making a new one, but I don't know how true those rumors are, though. Okay. You better bet your boots they'll make another game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. take that to the bank, buddy. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> the main sorceress is on The Witcher, I just, I, I love her. She's gorgeous. Um, I don't really have like if I had to pick like a good horror film that people should look that may not have seen it's something recent uh called it follows hey yeah oh yeah 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 um it's basically about like a you if you it's basically like an std almost if you have sex the std gets passed to the next person uh let's say for instance (laughs) wait is that lcd's work yes Yes. let's say um boston and i had (laughs) sex right right and boston passed the std to me so now right. this monster is following me. And what's cool about it is in the movie, you'll see crowds in the background and you're actually looking for the monster because the monster will look out of place. And it always comes as like, it comes in the guise of somebody that you love. Um, so in this version, you pass the STD on to somebody else, but then you, you no longer have the STD. That's you would think so. But like, let's say um, Boston passes to me. Yeah. I, I'm like one of the characters in Porky's. I just can't get laid. And right. the monster kills me, right? Then it reverts right. back to going after Boston. Aha. Uh-huh. Who okay. then uh-huh. has to fuck somebody else. My thing, how you take care of this monster is because the monster is just walking like all over the place, right? Because people, I think they said in the game, you know, they're, they're, you know, they've been, you know, running from the monster for like two weeks or so. Is you just fly across the, 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 the world. Right, and then you just yeah. like hang out there for a while because it's going to take the monster a very long time to walk to Europe. Yeah, yeah, because all the hell is doing is walking. Does the monster have to walk? That's a good question. Like, can the monster take a plane? <laughs> that Fair would point. be amazing. Has it been <laughs> vaccinated and does it have a COVID test that's negative? Would the better oh. option just to be a gigantic <laughs> whore and just start fucking everybody? See, that's the thing, though. Yes, you can do that, but there's. If you're a good person, you don't want to do that. That's you don't, true. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to to give your disease to somebody else. Right, like, of course. Like an STD. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not something you want to share with people if you're a good person. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so I, what happens? So 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 the 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 monsters got one person is attached to, right? It's got attached and to that then, person. Yeah, and it will follow you. So it'll come looking at some. I don't know if it comes as people that have died that you know, but it comes looking like some somebody you know someone you know and then, so it then just, like, if, it, if it kills the the one person it's attached to then what happens to the monster if you if you haven't had sex with anybody else then like i said it goes to the person that gave it to you uh-huh. and that person once again okay. has to deal with the std it's like a reverse gotcha. card in uno <laughs> yes back to I would, you i would be so furious i'd be like no look here monster i gave yeah. i it's your fault that you just killed that person right away and didn't wait for them to do something that's on right. you, monster. Right. Yeah, cast yeah, the no. Monster pick and choose. Yeah, I think it's a recent movie, and like, uh, yes. I think we one thing that's been cool about the last like at least ten years is it does seem like some really good horror films that come out, like the Babadook. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. There's just some uh, quality stuff and less of the torture porn stuff, which makes me happy. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, because I I can't deal with like those kind of films. I am, you know, I enjoy all all types of horror, but yeah. there there are some points when it's just like, are you covering up bad effects with blood? With yeah. just yeah. tons of blood yeah. into it. But yeah, no, I get what's it. What's the most uh, What's the most recent new thing everybody's seeing? Like horror? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, uh, you want to go me, first? Yeah. It's, I guess it is you consider it horror. It's more horror comedy, but uh, we covered it. We've covered it. We've talked with this this a lot in our podcast, uh, and I just recently just got I started watching it. But it's uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh my god, the perfect show! Oh my god, right? Yes. I, so I started uh, watching the show, and I texted Ryan and said, "Hey, yo, because I because we 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 I knew we, how much we talked about it in the show or in the podcast." I was like, "Hey, man, I I just started watching uh, what we do in the shadows, and I was probably I don't know two or three episodes in." And he's like, hey, did you watch the movie yet? And I was like, oh, shit, no, uh, should I? And he's like, yeah, because they make a cameo in it. So uh, yes. so then I was like, all right, so I had to pause the show, and then I watched the movie, and the movie was just as good as the show. It's I mean, it's, so it's, good. Oh, my God. I, I can't recommend the movie and the show enough. Oh, yeah. So yeah. good. And the, the show is t- taking such an awesome time. It, it's getting so good. Oh, <laughs> good. See, I'm still, I think I'm still in season – yeah, I think I'm still in season one. Oh, uh, yeah, it's still coming out now. The season three is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. very so good. So it gets even better, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice, good. It does well. well that, that's definitely my. Rec- I, I can't really say it's my recommendation. I guess I already recommended it last episode, but that, that's that's the one that I've, I've I've been watching recently. What about you, Boston? Do you guys watch a lot of horror films in the house? Are you watching any much TV? I haven't really watched a whole lot of TV or uh, movies lately. But we got a lot of stuff going on. God, too, what is the last? Yeah. Uh, what is the last spooky thing I watched? Gone with the Wind musical. I went. Well, I went. <laughs> uh, I went back and rewatched some of the old, some of my favorite like horror shorts on YouTube that are out there. Okay. Mm. I did a lot of deep diving into some of the creepy pasta shit out there. Nice. Yes. So Ash, there's there's one if I can find it. P e e k e r s. Peekers. It's a it's an it's an eight minute short. And it's probably one of the most like it doesn't get it, it's not it, there's no gore, but it's okay. probably one of the creepiest, most uncomfortable f- films I've seen in a long time. And it's it's pretty wow. good. Okay. 
Yes. Okay. Nice. It's just that it's that little bit of like, just ma- it just makes you feel like real like off. Hmm. And this is just like stuff that you can just find on YouTube. Yep. Okay. Uh, free, uh, free to find on YouTube. And they're called creepy pot. I feel like a boomer. I feel like a boomer right now. So I think I kind of know creepy pasta. Creepy pasta is uh, a lot of campfire tales and urban legends for the internet generation. Yes. Uh, okay. Slender Man is one of the cre- uh, biggest creepy pastas. Okay. Uh, yeah, the yeah, SCP, yeah. the SCP archives, which also I need to get, I need to start catching up with. Uh, Oh, that fucking Magnus Archives podcast. Because again, it's 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 putting it in just a it's a it, it's it's little tiny horror for the net for the internet generation, and I love it. Yes. Got, like Gone with Wind musicals. Uh, yes, like Gone <laughs> with the Wind. Okay, Hold, actually, let's let's just back up for a second. Is there actually a Gone with the Wind musical? There's not. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I was just totally uh, just totally made a wrong bad joke. At some point, <laughs> okay. in, no. Or, oh, are you making a joke, or Scott? I thought at one point, some point in your life, you thought Gone with the Wind was a musical. No, 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 no. I think for I, for a second, I, I I I was trying to come up with a with a, a really long movie, and I was for some reason for a second, I thought I thought it was a musical. <laughs> I don't know why I did. Ah. <laughs> uh. You know, we're saying that now, and then somebody listens to this and goes, that's a great idea. And like 10 years from now, they're making yeah. tons of money on Broadway <laughs> yeah. with Going with the Wind, the yes. musical. And it was all my idea, damn it. So th- this this doesn't this kind of undermines my the point I was going to try and make. There was indeed a Gone with the Wind musical. What? Uh, adapted from Margaret Mitchell's 1936 novel. Oh! What? It officially opened... It officially opened in the New London Theater in West End on the 22nd of April, 2008. Okay. I feel vindicated. Well, that was it. not a movie, though. That was a Broadway play. Well, it's still, it's the, the, it's the still existed. Movie, the original movie was not a, a musical. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I feel slightly vindicated. I wonder how long it lasted. Does it say, like, was it like a flop? Uh, the production closed on June 14th after 79 performances. So, wow. yeah, okay. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Although there was a, apparently there was also, uh, back in 1970, there was a 19, there was a 1970 musical uh, called Scarlet, mm. which uh, 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 the original 1966 Japanese book was translated to English by Horton Foote and based on Margaret Mitchell's 1936 bestseller. So it's, yeah, uh, apparently, there was a musical that took place about what happened after Gone with the Wind. But, okay, all right, all right. The eagerly awaited story. Wow, this I did not expect. So, what I was going to try and make the joke of is let's like let's take a what what's a what's a what's a movie that we know for a fact has not had a musical variation on on Broadway. Schindler's List, House of a Thousand Corpses. We'll go Schindler's List because that's uh, a little a little less <laughs> on the nose <laughs> yes. for what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. So like Schindler's List, the musical. Yeah. Okay, just those words alone are fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> yes. are. Yeah, they are. So like, imagine now if we if we sat down and got together and just wrote article after article talking about how great the Schindler's List musical actually was. <laughs> Despite how uncomfortable it made us feel, yes. and just like 
and just filled the internet with information about the Schindler. This it doesn't exist. It's not real. <laughs> no. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. You, almost like a Mandela effect yeah. where you just you create this, but like it's it's just this uncomfortable thing that people you, would you start to remember. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you, you have other people start joining in on it. Ah, uh, it's. So that, that's kind of like what creepypastas are. It's, so it's, Schindler's List it's musical that you're like, could be the next Slender Man. Yeah, it could be. It could be. We can make it happen, guys. <laughs> that's why I love. Uh, was it Channel Channel Zero or yes. um, yeah, the ones the which apparently that still fucks with me. Christopher Straub. Christopher Straub is a fucking genius who has been doing some amazing analog horror on the internet over the past several years. Yeah, which blows my mind because I was introduced to him through a bunch of weird ass web comics he did over a decade ago. <laughs> really? Oh wow! Uh, yeah, Chainsaw Suit and some others uh, that he he did back in the day. Like that was where he got to start, and it was just like just, it was all comedy. And then I found out like the other day, like I was watching some, I was watching uh, Local Fifty Eight TV is a YouTube channel that it's done as though they're like little spots for a local television show, public yes. access television type stuff. Okay. And it's done, it's done to look like that. And then it just like slowly and slowly starts unwinding. And you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, Chris Straub, uh, which again, another, another KRIS. So that I mean, yes. runs in the family, I guess. It yeah. does. <laughs> and, and I know like, speaking of like, you always have like so many things that you want to create boston i wish one day that you get to create your plan for your anthology series that you had which anthology i thought was, series yeah but didn't you have the one with the taxi driver oh yeah that one that i i have yeah i have several ideas which actually i was going to talk to chris about something because it yes. lined up with that monthly monster thing but oh uh, talk to him he's right here i'm here not not not, not no, oh no, not on not on air okay yeah, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to give away any of my secrets. Yeah, right. Sorry, folks. <laughs> we have secrets. That's for the Patreon. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Although that I, I have thought about doing sort of a, a what's it called the, uh, uh, what was his name? Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, there there used to be a thing. Huh. Well, there used to be a thing apparently that Steven Spielberg and George Lucas would sit around going, you know what, you know what there should, you know what there should be. Like this type of movie, and if like no one made one in a year or two, they'd be like, "All right, fuck it, I'll do it." <laughs> no, not. Or they would like if they if they didn't feel like it was something up their alley, they would give it to to somebody like, else. They would throw it off to somebody like, "Hey man, Bob you should Demarcus you should totally." Yes. Like, what about what about laser swords? Huh? Huh? How about Wouldn't it. Laser swords be cool, George. Yeah, laser swords in space. Laser swords in space, George. <laughs> Come on. I guess I gotta go make a movie about a duck fucking Leah Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing um well, that's a horror movie that is a horror movie uh but it's kind of great to see how there, but thank you <laughs> it was a good rant i liked it um it was. That was but a great i one. guess we can start like um we'll just quickly do uh what you've been playing um because i think that a few of you are still playing like the same games or you've gone back to games boston what you playing Subnautica Below Zero. You oh, son of a bitch! I've been wanting to play that. Uh, nice. How okay. is it? Yep. Uh, it is exactly like no, I didn't. I never actually played the original Subnautica. Okay. But 
from what I from every let's play I ever saw, it pretty much feels just like it. Okay, okay which is so, not uh, a bad thing at all. And it's kind of yeah, like a horror yeah. a horror game too, isn't it? Well, yeah, in a way, like horror monsters. Yeah, in a way. I'm sure if I if I'm sure if I got on the original the the original hook. Yeah. Whatever it was, the, the when the first game first came out, I probably would have been terrified. Yeah. But now that I kind of like with Undertale, now that I know so much, it's like mm, shit. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I, I've actually downloaded it on Game Pass, but I, I'm uh, I had I'm, I was trying to I'm trying to beat the first one still, uh, so I want to kind of knock that out before I start playing it. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited to try it out there. Mm. Oh yeah, no, I I totally get that because like. It, oh, don't pick up the don't don't pick up the baby penguins that will piss off their parents. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, what did you do to baby penguin? I, I tried to collect one and um, didn't work. Did not work. Didn't work. Ah, <laughs> huh. oh, you gotta stay. You, I, penguins are are precious, but you have to leave them alone. Um, Apparently, I have been playing Psychonauts two. Um, nice. Which I know is on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you should play it. Um, the thing, and this will probably drive Scott crazy because Scott is somebody that can't start a sequel. He's got to play them all. Is yeah. it did it expects you to have played Psychonauts one and the VR adventure? Um, oh, if you no. haven't, if you don't play the VR no. adventure, it's totally okay because they do a previously thing at the beginning of the game. It just explains Good. everything. So for people okay. that do have that, where they got to play everything in order, you're probably not going to play the, the the ruins of Roomba or whatever it's called. Um, no. But you, but they do kind of make sure that you're caught all up to speed before you start Psychonauts too. Okay, well that's good. Um, some of the brains that I've gone into have been amazing. I've been into this brain that's like a concert set with uh, super trippy visuals and everything. Um, that has just blown my mind, the creativity of it. Uh, it's definitely, you can tell Psycho, like uh, Double Fine has money now from Microsoft because <laughs> yeah. this is like their best looking game they've ever done. Um, I'm, in, I'm super impressed with it. I think I'm maybe like five or really? six hours into it. Uh, but the way it deals, it deals with a lot of heavy issues too, like uh, mental health issues and the way it does it is just completely brilliant i i at one point i've now started fighting panic attacks oh, which, oh wow which wow. are super cool and the panic attacks you have to use your slow down um power because you know they're all frantic and everything and it's just super it's it's amazing that's the way really yeah. really such a cool idea yeah somebody could show me what button that is <laughs> yeah i I would love that too um but yeah it's uh i've looked online because i do this thing where every now and then i want to okay how long is this game and i think i'm like five or six hours but i according to the walkthrough i still have a ton of stuff left i mean i just kind of scroll through real quick but it looks like i have a ton yeah. of stuff by the chapter uh what by the chapter so yeah psychonauts 2 super good and once again game pass um yep what are you playing scott best best thing in gaming man i'm telling you right now yep uh so i've got podcast breaking news oh i have put down hades for for a little bit i've taken a break on it okay uh that's that literally was all i was playing for like forever uh-huh uh, yeah well not, not, not did you not do it to 10 good. did you do the 10 runs 
No, I still haven't, I still haven't uh, uh, got that. Uh, I think I've only beat it like three or four times. I such think. Such a quitter. Uh, I know, I know. I, I'll believe me. I will be coming back to it. I, lo- I absolutely adore that game so much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I've written, I almost hate to say this because I hate giving this company any money right now. Uh, but I did get uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Uh, okay. I have been wanting to play that again so for so so long for so I love Diablo 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a huge like any kind of a game where I could play some sort of a necromancer or type of class I love and they did they did the necromancer class perfect in Diablo 2. Yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of what I've been playing. Okay. And, uh, and it's and it's really good. It's uh it looks it looks fantastic for how old the game is. Uh, yeah. Plays pretty smooth, so I, I do. I do recommend it, it although I don't. I can't recommend giving Blizzard any money. <laughs> and that's been the most interesting thing because I had like an interview uh, with one of the producers of the game, and he said, "Hey, I understand if you don't want to buy this game." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I. It blows my mind that it's not crossplay. I same, man. I, I can't. I don't understand why that is. Uh, that makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. It, I, I, it's to me almost. I think if you're doing any kind of game like that where your multiplayer is heavily involved and supported, uh, it makes no sense not to have crossplay at this point. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Chris, it's not like it's not like anything. One of the things where you have to worry about like you know balancing issues if you know for you know like shooters with uh, consoles versus PC players because it's not really a competitive game. You're most you're playing it together. Yeah. Uh, so you know you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, it's just uh, I just don't understand it. Um, uh, you playing anything, Chris? I actually am. I'm playing this game right now called The Forest, which I was. Oh, yeah, I was nice. that for a little bit, but I it's been a while. love that game, Chris. And what I, is The Forest? So The Forest, you crash uh, in a plane. You're in a plane, and then you crash in this forest, and your son Timmy goes missing. So uh, yeah. you, you venture out onto this island, basically, and um, there's all these crazy flesh-eating cannibals, right? I don't know where you crash-landed on, like, Mutant yeah. Cannibal Island, because they're like mole people, too. They live under, they don't look like moles, but, like, they live underground, and yeah. they, like, if they catch you, they drag you into this underground pit and hang you upside down by your feet for oh, eating God. you later. And you gotta oh. like wake up and be like, oh shit, and chop yourself out. And then you just spend the rest of the time like building shelters and like walls. I have this huge wall built around this house that I've I've spent just like <laughs> days punching trees because yep. like, eventually your equipment breaks. So you just stand mm. there like punching a tree. Are you still using a, like an axe or did you find the chainsaw yet? I have not found the chainsaw yet. Oh dear God, Chris, I'm gonna tell you right now. When you find the chainsaw, your world's gonna change. I you just learned use... how to build like the pulley or the the uh, zipline system to send logs yes, down yes. the fucking hill. Because you, before you, you I was will just never running and throwing them. use a hatchet again if you once you find that chainsaw. I promise you. That's, yeah, I've just been. I built a fucking log cabin and a fortress wall out with a nice. Like yes. I mean, isn't that really just the dream? It <laughs> is. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it, maybe, maybe not with the you know zombie or corpse eating. That's people, the thing. It's so you know. weird. Like two days go by and you don't see anybody, and then all of a sudden you're just chopping a tree down. You turn around and this like four legged spider mutant thing <laughs> yeah. oh, God. eats your face off. Yeah, it's yeah. like creatures from the thing and shit too. Huh. I don't know. It's and crazy. it's 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 a completely co op. I played it with two buddies of mine. It's it's completely. Oh co-op. really? I did not. That's know awesome. That part. 
Is yep. it on Game Pass too? It is on uh, PlayStation Now. Or no, it's okay. not. I actually downloaded that one. I think I got it on the PlayStation Plus when it was one of the free games. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not on Game Pass. I actually don't even know if it's even on Xbox. Yeah, I think it may be. Just I, I had it on PlayStation as well. I don't know if it's on Xbox, actually. It sounds it awesome. It sounds definitely it's, like something to oh, no, try, it's, it's especially this fun. one. And, and yeah. they've, uh, they've been working on two the sequel for a long time. And I think it's oh, I think it's going to be coming out. Not When is that? I think it's soon. That would be awesome. Oh, uh, dude, the, the sequel looks amazing. I guess I'm going to have to start streaming the first one on my Twitch channel again because I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> I would watch it. Yeah, I'll let, you, I, I'll let you do it. I think like uh, horror games do really exceptional like the play on uh, Twitch, I believe. Like uh, Jake Hendrick oh, yeah. does that all the time with like Dead. What is it? Dead by Daylight. Dead by, Dead by Daylight. Daylight. Yeah, I remember playing Dead by Daylight for the longest time, and I would wear different masks <laughs> while like depending on the character I was. I just had like I, I have this huge bunny head for whatever reason, and I wore the bunny head playing as the fucking Huntress. At one point in time, and that got that was pretty popular. I mean, perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and we'll put your Twitch stream in the in the um, show notes. We can do that, oh, Boston. Yeah, thanks. Yes, as long as I can remember what it is this time. You know. Pretty sure I got Michael's right. <laughs> I we, he didn't say he's not sending any messages to us, so I assume it's right. <laughs> he's not complained yet. That's the quality that we have on this show, guys. Do some. <laughs> recommendations um scott do you want to kick us off well really the only thing i've been playing really is diablo okay <laughs> diablo, uh, two resurrected and I, I really dig it so that i i guess that will be my recommendation ah god i hate i hate i hate giving blizzard games recommendations of the week right now <laughs> i get it i'm, but, I'm starting I'll, to wonder I'll, if you I'll, got I'll, if you got a little bit of that 18 million dollars yeah exactly i want to go uh, change my recommendation to the forest Here okay yes. nice yeah and also, the expected release date of the, the sequel uh, is December 31st of this year, but it almost sounds like a placeholder date, so I don't know. It, it's called The Sons of the Forest, uh, is the sequel. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So it's not just The Forest 2? No, it's just, it's, yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, Boston, do you have any great recommendations? No, I think that's going to be... Uh, every, every, I, I recommend as much as I can think of. Okay. <laughs> Oh wait, no. Oh. Yes, yeah. I re- well, Subnautica. I'm going to recommend Subnautica because there you go. That's different Perfect. than what I'm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. And I'm going to recommend again. Um, murderers only in this building. Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, uh, and Selena Gomez. Yeah, only murderers in this building. In the building. I just watched the um, most recent episode of that right before we did this podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, super fun show. It's on Hulu. Yes. Um. Yep. I think it's uh it's it's amazing. I also just finished the fifth season of Rick and Morty. You tell everybody uh your dream about that show, Ryan. Yeah, I had a dream that I get I got cast on the second season, uh, but Steve Martin got mad at me because I'm not good at making parody songs. <laughs> and Selena Gomez <laughs> did he, sent did he me to, to make it up to him by getting chicken chicken nuggets or something. Yeah, Selena Gomez sent me to t- uh to Sonic to get chicken wings. That's going to be the second season of the show, guys. I'm just spoiling it now. Yeah, you're um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, he did and, not get the like the ten piece. He got the thirty nine piece. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's 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 the cost. Like fifteen is not enough for four people. Right. Yeah, that's garbage. Everybody gets what three wings. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. 
Um, I do not recommend three wings for dinner. That's not enough for anybody. No, 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 no. no yeah. No. No, that's, um, that's nonsense. Chris, do you have any recommendations? Um, if you didn't see the Fear Street series. Okay. On Netflix, on Netflix, right? Okay. Yes. Fear Street was very well done. Um, and if you're on Hulu or anything like that, I would say, um, hmm. What the hell have I been watching? Fuck on the Hulu critics and watch the American Horror Stories. Yes, the American Horror Story. There you go. Watch the new American Horror Story. Absolutely. <laughs> I recommend that a hundred times. <laughs> cool. Oh, a hundred times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Boston and I do, Scott I do, I do couldn't even think, think of one on. recommendation. You thought of it a hundred times. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more show I forgot. I, I, did, I did see recently. I'd rock recommend if that's okay. okay. Yo, it's okay. Yeah. Scott, this is your show too. I know. I know. That's, that's what I'm breaking any rules though, man. You no, know? you're not breaking any rules, buddy. Uh, it's this new show I call, uh, watched called Ghost Quest. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have yeah, heard, uh, I've heard good things about it. I've heard it's, it's an amazing parody, uh, you know, about the uh, ghost hunting shows. So, and which <laughs> uh, which uh, which streaming is it on? That's a great question, uh, Chris. It's there on YouTube. You just look up the old the Creature Corner. They're on. There YouTube. you go, Creature Corner. <laughs> and subscribe to the Creature Corner so you don't miss out on Pretty content please. because yes. YouTube sucks. Yes. Yeah. It does, man. You mm-hmm. can't get anything out. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I, that was so mind-boggling make, to me. It's like going to start making fucking list videos. Screw it. Yeah, uh, you no, know, <laughs> don't do that. Don't make garbage content. Um, you're, you're. <laughs> and that's the thing is, you're better than that, and you know it. You're better than that, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, one of those yeah. things. Like, so, I, yeah. I know because I just watched your 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 YouTube uh, show, so I, I know you're better than that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, and we can. We'll, we'll try to put. Can. We can't put it in the notes. Okay, fine. Sorry, Chris. No, no, I said. <laughs> oh, hell no. He says he says we're awesome, and I said we do what we can. Oh, okay. I thought you said no. <laughs> like, Damn, <laughs> no. Boston's turning again. Hey, hey Chris, I I will say this: was uh, all three of us have talked before in about this. We, we wouldn't rave about something if we didn't really like it. Like you know, oh, yeah, we, we always get nervous that. when we have to watch. You know, we have to watch somebody somebody's content. We're worried that we're not going to like it. Uh, but so if I didn't like it, I promise you, buddy, I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't say I did. Yeah, so that's like um, the only Lionsgate interview that they, that we were allowed to do. Um, me and uh, Bingy were interviewing the um, the director of it, and I think five minutes before we started interviewing him, I found out that he was related. To, I think he was Tommy Lee Lee Jones's kid. But I wasn't allowed to talk oh, yeah. about that, so I was just completely out of the interview. I just let Bingy basically run everything. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get to talk about what you really wanted to talk about, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just like I don't really want to talk about the movie because I didn't watch the full movie either, so I felt bad. Boston uh, right. uh, got to interview the main star all by himself, and that was an experience, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, good stuff. Well, Chris, thank you so much yes. for being on the show. Thank you for having me, you all. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It was great yeah. having you, buddy. Do you have any uh, anything upcoming that you want to promote? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going on uh, the Creepy Knoxville Haunt Tour, uh, which uh, Creepy Knoxville is the, are the people that run Creepy Con. Uh, okay. And every year they compile some sponsors together to send me out to review uh, haunted houses in the East Tennessee area. So oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's a sweet gig. Oh, yeah. So this weekend, I'm doing Frightworks 
Haunted Attraction in Powell, okay. and uh, Dread Hollow in Chattanooga on Saturday. And I, I hear you need an assistant, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You're like one uh, step away from Scott M- to talented Mr. Ripley in you. You know that, I, right? Exactly. It's about, it's about to happen, Chris. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I will add uh, that I am only going to haunts this year that mm. are enforcing uh, masks cool. with, oh, of course. Uh, with oh, their yeah. actors. Just because okay. you got people jumping out screaming in your face yeah. without a mask on. You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't want none of that nonsense in so, your life. I still yeah. want to give everybody love out there, but I, you know, for me personally, I'll only be visiting the ones that are doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I Have think... you found many that are not? Uh, the one that I was most surprised that isn't is uh, Ripley's Haunted Attraction. Oh, oh wow, okay. I, especially as highly trafficked as that place is, they were just like, nope, sure. we have no restrictions. As it's, well, I can't come there then. Gatlinburg is kind of a mess right now. Um, oh, and during the fall, it is an absolute disaster. People come from all over this country to, to yep. come to Gatlinburg to look at the leaves, and then they go home and talk about how bad Tennessee is. So, yep. <laughs> fun times. Uh, Boston, do you want to do your famous magic to wrap us up? All right. Well, once again, Chris, thank you again for joining us uh, on this episode. I'm um, hoping the everything else is going to be just as spooky. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you all so much, Internet, for joining us tonight. My name is Boss McCown, and we have been uh, BRBAFK Pod. BRBA. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> we have been BRBAFK. We will see everybody in the next one. Good night. Oh, yeah. We changed Bye. our name. Bye. 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 <laughs> we are <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I left a good job in the city Working for the man every night and day And I never lost one minute of sleeping Worrying about the way things might have been Big wheel keep on turning Rod Mary keep on Done. You have to then still throw in your catchphrase somewhere in there. Oh, I already have that. I have that ready to go. So, so okay. do I do that after he? After he? Does yeah, you'll still, yeah, after you'll he does still do all the names. Name. Oh, okay, when he says oh, yeah, the name. So, okay, yeah. Uh, all right. Right. Okay. So okay. So do it when you say my name. Just like you say, when you say your name. Say your name. I'm confused. I hate y'all so much. <clears throat> As you can see, Chris, we uh, we oh, do a lot of production. It, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll be quiet. We now. thrive on chaos, Chris. <laughs> yes. We are not chaos neutral. Oh my god. Are chaotic neutral? Is that no, what it are, is? We are Yes, that's it. Okay. We are chaotic evil at the BRBA of K Podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. There you go. Are are we ready? Can I, I think so? Okay. <laughs> so uh why goes at once your, uh, oh, sorry. Your, yeah. <laughs> Go, go for it. No, I forgot. Go, go ahead. ahead. Weigels. No, Weigels. go ahead. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter anymore. The show's gone. <laughs> no, it's not. We're going to start this. No, we're not starting over. But you're going to do it still. <laughs> um, right. I got so excited. Just... Are we starting over? <laughs> no. God, okay. no, we're not starting over. But at, at uh, Crispy 